Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. Um, we're going back to Melbourne. Uh, I'm not gonna start singing LL Cool J's going back to Cali. Why would I? Because we're in Florida. Uh, but no, we're going back to, we are going back to Melbourne. And this episode, Todd Furbeck, uh, an amazing guy over at Helm Blazes, and we're gonna sit down and talk to him. Uh, I gotta tell you, it's it's a really an, an amazing conversation between me, Bree, Peter, and we we sit down with Todd, and it's a really amazing conversation. I was I, I love it, I really do. Um, he's a, a really great guy, and I I, I want to say we go for it. We 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 really talk for over an hour, and it's just really really swell. Good guy. Uh, so get ready, and the, the history and and everything that Helen Blazes is, I, I give them huge thumbs up and it's just good to go back to melbourne you know i miss our friends over at intracoastal donald we love you actually we got to see him just a, about a week after and thank you holy cow thank you to everybody that came out to the the local brews local grooves uh that was awesome that was awesome met a new friend layla you're killing it in the uh so layla's she's she's playing music so what does that mean right we're gonna bring her on we got to do that. So, uh, so we'll we'll get into Layla soon because she's killing it when playing at breweries. And if you're not, if you you'll see. Get ready. Uh, just just text her the other day. We're kind of finalized when we're doing that. And I I gotta I gotta learn more of these places that she's playing at because uh, she asked me to co-host and I was like, shoot, where the hell is that place? So I will get better at that. Um, I'm a night guy, you know. The the puppies, the couch, the wife. Stranger Things season three. I laugh. I don't kid. I laugh. Ay, ay, ay. Um, but hey, I'm on my own island. Why wouldn't why would I not be? Um, so we're getting into it. We're we're gonna be hanging out with Todd. Uh we're gonna talk to him about Helen Blazes, about his beers, and uh and there's a lot. Though those paddles were I, you'll see the photos. Uh they're out there. In fact, Peter, Bree, I need those photos because we need to start posting. Uh, Brie already posted her IGTV, that Instagram TV thing. And why would she do that? Because she's on Instagram and she is also, um, I, the, what is it called? The best of Orlando? Yeah. Best of Orlando. Okay. Well, I didn't want to call it something else like or Orlando weekly's greatest hits or whatever. So, uh, the best of Orlando's out there and that's brought to you by Orlando weekly. And, uh, you know, this little popularity contest is going on. So you're going to notice that we are going to be putting ourselves out there to kind of focus on places that might have not been nominated, but then also we're going to bring the ones that were nominated to those places that might not have been nominated. So we're really trying to get this together, but Hey, we're all doing other jobs. We're all doing other things. We're all doing other businesses. We're all doing uh, gray hair is filling up our hair because we are definitely doing a lot, but we are trying to kill it and 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 put that word out there. We, we love you guys. So uh, one video that's out there right now, Lisa, the shitty beautiful. Brie got to sit down with her in a ladies room. Ladies room. Wait, that's ladies first. Meet me in the ladies room. That's what I meant to sing. Uh, so Queen Latifah and I don't remember the other band. Um, so yeah, we did that. We sat in the, the ladies' room. We filmed it. It's on our YouTube channel, so subscribe to that. Uh, you could also go on the IGTV on Bree, the Pint Size Traveler, to see who also was nominated for a Best of Orlando Instagram account as the Shitty Beautiful was. Follow her. Follow the Shitty Beautiful. We recorded at Whipperwool Beer House, so follow them. Uh, there's a lot going on that, that is a lot of fun. So hey, check us out. Best of Orlando. Vote for us. We love you. Um... Also, we are pushing the the 
uh, the, the world of beer. We are pushing that uh, the July 17th. Little uh, scheduling conflict, but that's okay because we also have a very important uh, Florida Brewers Conference coming up in the beginning of August. So why not push that thing to the second week of August when I get back from Puerto Rico? Oh, God, why did I do that? And now I have... Uh, I have Peter going, yeah. No, I didn't say it right, buddy. It's Puerto Rico. So, you know, uh, even though I'm from Miami, uh, you know, Miami Beach, born and raised, uh, I'm going to say Puerto Rico. Um, yep. Yeah, let me think. Uh, also, thank you. We have a new Patreon member. We're going to start calling those people out, too. I want to say hi. So, Melissa, thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Our Patreon Sad Myth is going to put the Patreon thing where I sound like I'm really energized right now. You would think maybe I had six beers. Uh, none. I'm actually taking it easy today. Um, kind of feel like this allergies thing is kicking in. It might not just be allergies. I'm feeling warm. But I want to just say, Sad Myth, why do I sound so sleepy in that in that Patreon thing? So play it one more time as I'm doing right now going, Patreon, hell, man, just please join us on Patreon because, shit, we're putting stuff on there again and we're sending out shirts. So, Melissa, you're going to get your first shirt soon. And then uh, and then you're going to hear me go, our Patreon is bought by you. And it is brought by you. It is. You're our primary sponsor in all this. But, man, do I sound sleepy in it. And I'm not. I mean, if you've heard Bree, if you've heard Peter and you hear me on a mic, you know that's not us, so I might re-record or just say, fuck it, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to say it right now. Um, let's get to Melbourne. Let's get to Todd. Let's get to talking after and say, wow, man, he that there's a story in there that there, there's a lot of stories. He's just I love when you could sit down uh, and, and, you know, you have this great bearded to the chest beard, red beard uh, gentleman where you just go, yeah, you think you know him. But then when the punk rock starts coming in, you go. Holy shit, did not expect the suicide machines to pop up, and they do. And, uh, hey, we're going to talk about them. So some of you might have gotten that little hey over there. Guys, um, you know what? Let's just outro the hell out of this later. All right, go. Go into Todd. Todd Furbeck, you're a great guy. Uh, we love you dudes. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you after this. Patreon is a website that allows musicians, artists, and podcasters like myself to give back to our fan base, our listeners, and subscribers and fans who want more than what we're just posting here. Patreon.com slash allows us to post more content, video and audio, insight on who we are, and helps us build to the next level. Well, by now, you may have seen us on YouTube, Twitch.tv, and that we're also planning that new podcast. Well, that's where you could help in signing up for our Patreon. Go to Patreon.com slash and you will see the levels of memberships we have for exclusive content that's video and audio all the new and exclusive shirts that we have and all that cool swag or even being our guest and joining us at events that us what ails you will be hosting check it out patreon.com slash what ails you back to the show having any breakfast this morning uh, no no nope. did have some water though if that counts Ooh, so. okay co- usually yeah, coffee. a little bit of water We're about no, to enjoy no breakfast coffee right either today. Yeah. so it's a it's a rough monday to start out so far <laughs> i'm sure we'll all be hangry here soon <laughs> i know because it's weird I, i'm sitting down i don't eat breakfast usually at one o'clock i start to go all right i'm getting hungry this yeah. is i can start eating right now and I'm starving. Like, I yeah. really am. Yeah. Me too. Me and too. and last night was pizza night. Ever. Last night was pizza night. Oh, I got off later than I usually do at work. you eat dinner late, though, at night? Yeah. So that usually, if you eat late and then go to sleep, your metabolism kind of kicks into overdrive and you wake up hungry. That makes so much sense. That's why I'm hungry. Yeah. So okay. I ate at, like, 2 Swear. in the morning. 
It's actually good to eat. I don't know. I do not understand you. Um, Okay, so I kind of I brought up something that is kind of funny to me, and um, this can't be a can opener because I'm the only Pokemon fan here. Uh, We have actually. Um, (laughs) But uh, Jillian brought something up. Was so Gremlins came out in what eighty four, eighty five, eighty six, eighty. Four. I just watched it a couple days ago. Did you really? I watched it last week. Did you That's really? So Man, great minds. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. I used to love those when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, it's one of my favorite yeah. 80s films. Because it's oh, yeah. one of the most fucked up 80s films. Where, where Phoebe Cates is explaining her dad and why she hates Christmas. And spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Where he's the Santa stuck in the chimney. <laughs> yes. And he died in the chimney. And it's like, oh my god, this movie's really, like, that sucks. <laughs> and she's telling it as they haven't even kissed yet. It's one of those... 84. It is 84. So I was wow. nine years old when this movie came out. I think a Mogwai was our introduction to a Pokemon because here's why. Uh, Jillian brought this up. And I don't know if anybody, you, the three of you might not know this. A Pokemon usually says its species name. So Pikachu's only words it says is Pika, Pika, Pikachu, yeah. things like that. So every Pokemon says its thing. A Mogwai, when they first start, was the only thing it would say was Mogwai. Yeah, Mogwai. Right. Oh, Mogwai. So I went... That. Jillian's like, so was a Mogwai like the first ever Pokemon? Proto Pokemon? And I went, damn. And we weren't even high. Uh, it was just <laughs> first thing she thought of in the morning. It was one of the things for, it was morning. I'm about to go to work. And is, uh, yeah, is a, a Mogwai your first ever Pokemon? Man, I'm so glad Gremlins was the first thing we started off today with. Great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Helen Blazes, Todd, how you doing? We're here. Great, guys. I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys coming over. Dude, this is awesome. Uh, I love this place. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. I guess also yeah. the reason why I brought up the Pokemon thing is because you do have a gym and a Pokestop if you're playing Pokemon Go. That was the last thing I promoted when I was here last because I went, damn, this place is awesome. I'm like, not only do I have great beer, but I'm just going to beat the shit out of this gym the whole time I'm here. Yeah, we've, uh, we've actually had to... Uh, talked to a few employees about uh, making sure they put their stuff away because they're so excited about catching <laughs> <the game and laughs> stuff like that on the clock. That's oh, what they were like, I didn't know what was going on. I'd be fired. So they like explained what was going on to me, and I was like, I, I still really don't 100% understand it. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, that's awesome. But <laughs> yeah, we had to do the put I'd be stuff fired. away during uh, work hours. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it would be easy for me to get fired. Yeah, you would have been done. A Cresselia legendary at that gym right there, and I make sure that it is blue because I'm mystic. If you're not, fight me. Um, so, Todd, let's, let's, let's talk. Let's get into this because um, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. doing oh, this. Thank you, guys. Yeah. The last time What Ails You was in Melbourne was, I think, Intracoastal. Uh, sorry if it's I'm trying to go through my of mine. Yeah. And they have to be, right? They're good buddies. Yeah. yeah. Just, Actually, I love all those guys. But yeah. Good. You know, me and Donald, we literally talk a couple times a week. Good. So you guys have like such an awesome group of breweries out here. You have Intracoastal, really you have do. Dirty Ore, you have yeah. uh, Playa Linda. So how yeah. far how far would Dirty Ore be from here? Thirty minutes? Uh, it's a little over thirty minutes. It is. I'll say thirty-five okay. to forty minutes. Okay, that's yeah. not too far. So no. it's not terrible. Yeah. No. Um, Definitely, usually when I'm up that way, I actually stopped and saw them a couple weeks ago, but when I'm up running around and doing distribution stuff and this and that, I usually try and stop in and say hi to all the guys, and then with um, Bug Nutty moving in right down in there, too, right in the same area, yep. which is pretty cool, so, um, you know, I'm all for the more breweries in one area, you know. Definitely, it yeah. Definitely, I think it helps everybody out. It's a community, and uh, one thing, I once I learned that, it really hit me uh would have been march our first year we started in january was chris johnson over at green bench yeah as we were talking about saint pete and by then i think we had only hit 
three Orlandos, uh, one Tampa, a St. Pete, a DeLand. And it was just really, we wanted to kind of do this, like a circular motion before we were going, all right, how many can we get in Tampa? How many can we get here? How many can we get there? And when we did St. Pete, it hit me. I was like, holy shit, yeah, you're right. Like, you all have to come together, be a family and a community, take Mm -hmm. care of each other. I'm out of hops. I'm out of a malt. I'm out of a, like, hey, do you mind if I borrow this, this, this? Our power went out. Something like that. Like, what what happens? Like, you know, and I, I, I love that about it. And to say that, intracoastal, they don't have one bad blood like bone in their body no, bad hair in their one body of those guys as sweet as can be yeah Absolutely. and i hear yeah. the same about you guys as well oh thank and you. i and i I, yeah. I respect and i love that there are times where there's breweries that get very pushy like hey when we coming on there we're better than this and this and i'm like okay with an attitude like that yeah. i'm like go promote yourselves like you yeah, care yeah see unfortunately you see a little bit more of it these lately days, i have in the I last mean? year i don't know if it's just because it's the market's tightened up a lot more with everybody coming into it but you know I, it's not the way it's supposed to be you know like i've been in this industry now over 10 years commercially and it's like i've always just embraced everybody you know when i was at uh, charlie and jake's and uh, i remember the intro guys coming in you know as just being the second brewery it's just florida brew Cup beer company in this area you know like i was all about it and it's like you know just meeting those guys and hanging out and all that it's just i mean we've just all become good buddies and it's just it's it's the coolest thing because it's like you said it's when i need something i know i can call donald and ask him and if he has it he'll give it to me yeah even if he needs it in two days but we can make it work because i'm waiting on an order to come in the following day exactly we, it's gonna we work make out. it happen and it goes back and forth and it just it works out for me and him because you know with ordering it's just you know, it's a never-ending battle trying to get everything on time. You know, something's going to slip <laughs> yeah. through the cracks at some point, or you're going to say, you know what, I can sneak this brew in. I have everything but one bag, you know, and that's where we help each other out. So. And what other industry does that? Like, can you imagine restaurants sharing like that? No, it no. wouldn't happen. Right. It wouldn't happen. And, and even, um, you know, I used to work years back. I, I did construction trades and stuff when I was younger, and it was so cutthroat that it was just, it's just, just terrible to see. I mean, you know, this guy would... You know, hey, yeah, you doing? Smile to your face, and then lie. You know, or you know, lie to your face, and then go right behind your back doing yeah. something sneaky. And it's just it's in in film. It's, it's, it's funny. Well, I've done film in Florida, and there was something that someone needed something. I needed somebody something from somebody on uh, the first short I was doing, and not until they found out who my producer was, they went. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Like, yeah. oh, I, I love who that is. And by then, they were already signed their film at Sundance. And it was just like, oh, oh, oh. Because we were going to the next round of Sundance yeah. for the producer's lab. And I was like, oh, so no shit. Now, now. <laughs> so it is one of those two where in film, if you know and you're working and there is a great community in film. But fuck it. If you are... Well, I don't want you to be the only big fish in this pond. Like, yeah. I am too. It could be cutthroat in that as well. Yeah, so. I tell everybody that, you know, that's new coming into the industry. I mean, there's, we have such an uphill climb still in this industry that to battle each other as all small fish in the sea, then we're, we're literally, we're just yeah. wasting our breath and just trying to kill each other, which is just stupid because there's so many, if you sit back and you look at the bigger picture that we're already way behind yeah <laughs> from yeah. where we need You're to right. be and be able to try and get beer out you know i yeah. mean there's there's giants in this industry that have survived for hundreds of years and there's reasons for it so to even get up there and try to compete with them 
is hard enough. So, you know, it's mainly just, you know, if you can just get your tap room up, get your tap room going and, and provide literally on a daily basis and keep it going, um, year in and year out, that's should be half your battle. So, you know, to, you know, pick and choose your battles with who, you know, who you're battling to battle over something so stupid as, and well, I don't want you having a brewery close to me because I was here first. And you're going to you know, pour it's, at it's fest together. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to wind up one day needing something. Yeah. So yeah, don't that's, just cut your ties like there and be every friends. Every year's pretty much been brewed already once yep. or somebody's mm-hmm. thought about it. Almost every name has come out in some way or shape. <laughs> we found that out yesterday, didn't we? It's, it's Shut up, Peter. To, <laughs> you know, so it's just, you just go with the flow, you know. It's just it's all about just trying to get good beer out there, and yeah. you know that's kind of what we're about here is just trying to have a, you know, a homely atmosphere to where people feel welcome, and you know they can actually relax and hang out after a long day of work and do their thing, and you know and sit down and have a beer that they like and just Speak- unwind. <laughs> Speaking of which, I haven't had breakfast yet, and I see breakfast right in front of me. Do you guys want to get started? <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I'll let you guys pick the first one and uh, one that that we should. There think? is a lot of glasses in front of us. I know. Of us, this so. is a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can't make this we decision. Have, so. I really don't think you guys can go wrong as long as you don't oh, like I don't either. If you don't like the style, you can yeah, probably go you're wrong. <laughs> so, so talking about hospitality, um, let's, let's talk about where are you from? Where did this come from? Where did you have this kind heart, this beautiful heart? Like, where was home? Where were you born? So I was actually born in upstate New York, up in okay. the Adirondack Mountains. Oh no, shit! Wow, and, uh, that's right. But vacation. I've lived uh, <laughs> really I've lived yeah. down here since I was a kid, since seven or eight years old. I've lived right in this area. Okay. Um. So I, I kind of consider this home. I really hmm. don't remember too much about there. I'll go up and visit family every now and then. Yeah. Um, and go fishing. But yeah. So yeah, uh, agree. What was this? What was this small town like, or what was this like the mountains like? I mean, we would go to Lake Placid every year. And oh, just, okay. Yeah. So that's so where Lake Placid is? it's not too small, yep. but okay. yeah, it's Adirondack okay. Mountains. And I mean, every year we go camping. If it was four it's, feet of snow or beautiful yeah, out, we went anyway. There's nothing no, like that place no, there at really all. Isn't. It's, really? No, there, the Olympics were held there. Yep. What Do you remember? What, like a while ago. Pick the first one, Peter. But, um, just pick the first one. Let's just go. It it's a, a pretty <laughs> big tourist area, yeah. you know? Yeah. If you haven't gone. And I always say, it, I mean, it's beautiful year-round, but for me, it's yeah. beautiful in the summer. <laughs> yes. I don't yeah. know how I can take the cold. Like I said, it's been. I haven't seen snow since... Um, the late 80s, I think. Really? Oh yeah. Okay, so when were you born? What year were you born? I was born in 82. Okay. Oh, All so right, two 80s. years before uh, Gremlins. Um, <laughs> ah. I'm, a, I'm 75, 1970. I'm, a, I'm 75, my back. No, um, so yeah, I got to see Gremlins in the theater. It was crazy. Um, again, awesome. I love I'm that movie so much. That. Yeah, it was really? great. Yeah, yeah cool. I did see it in the theater. Um, so, so that was home, but not really remembering it, huh? So was mom, dad from there? Or no, mom and dad were both from there. Yep. Makes sense. And uh, we had some family down here and uh, aunts and uncles and stuff. And my dad was one of the guys. He always wanted to, uh, you know, he, he plowed roads for uh, the highway up there. Okay. So he was over the snow and the cold weather. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't really remember a lot of it as a kid because I was cooped up inside. But we moved down here um, late 80s and... I've been here every, you know, right in this area since then. So, and, and I love it, you know, so I consider this, you know, my home. I consider myself pretty much being raised down here. Cause yeah. I really don't remember too much. 
So 1990, yeah. What was Melbourne like in 1990? You're moving Great. down here. Quiet, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> peaceful. This is a small town guy, yeah. so yeah. I like it really laid yeah. back yeah. and, uh, you know, quiet and stuff like that. Um, you know, Malabar used to be a dirt road and stuff like that when I was a kid, and now <laughs> it's, you know, a pretty busy road. And so this town has just blown up over the years. Yeah. But that's good. You know, at the same time, it's good. It's good to see that. Um, you know, I've I've seen the river change a lot. I know that. I've okay. big fishermen and uh, outdoorsmen, and you know, I've fished the river since I was a kid. And to see the changes from when I was a kid and what we used to catch to the way it is now, it's just it. That's that part of it's kind of sad. But you know, um, hopefully, uh, you know, we realize what we're doing to it and can clean it up over the time. It has to happen faster than than we're. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're going backwards really uh, fast. I agree. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. We have to kick this shit into like full gear yeah a hundred million times miles per hour faster yeah because yeah it's yeah. it has to uh what is this first beer i'm trying so this is the first on the list oh uh, that is the say... dunkel oh oh we're going there first okay. yeah yep. so, so good i just picked I don't one mind. so dunkel. so this one goes out to chris davis because this was a beer he had over the weekend oh he was yeah. just here a couple yeah. days ago yeah he, he did was... yeah yeah he yeah. said dunk in the trunk so i was like oh if you had that <laughs> I'm ready to get dunked in the trunk. Sunday, Sunday, uh, Saturday, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Dunk in the trunk. I think he was the first one to comment on our post about coming out here today. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, there's a lot of people here this weekend, which is kind of funny. I was like, I, I noticed I, that. I was yeah. in, but I think it had to do with because the bacon beer bash. Oh, Intercoastal was Lisa. going on this weekend. Oh, so that's right. Kind of like Pops you know. and flip flops. Lisa was here too. She, oh, yeah, really? she was in Melbourne as well. Oh, that's so awesome. So I wonder, yeah, yeah, because I saw a picture of her and Chris together. Yeah, she made the most of this trip. Her Definitely. Down to this area, she yeah. did a lot. She really that's did. awesome. <laughs> so and the best this? places. Pops and flip flops. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Man, this is good. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we were talking about it when we first came in, but you love doing, like, traditional styles, right? I really do. You know what I mean? I'm kind of an old – I consider myself an old-school brewer, you know. I really, like, God, trying to embrace the new styles and stuff like that and the way they go and mold myself into that type of person. But it really is – it's hard some days because it goes against everything that, you know. <laughs> hazy beers were never supposed to be uh, popular or a thing. Why don't I just see goosebumps on your arm when you said yeah. hazy IPA? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Haze was something that you did not want to see in beers, but now it's uh, it's embraced, and so I, I go with the flow of it, but I still like to do my traditional beers. I yeah. love to do the German styles, you know. Yep. I love brewing lagers. Like, um, you know, it wasn't something when I was younger and I started home brewing and all that. I wasn't really into it. I was always like, I don't like the lagers, and, you know, I was always into the – and the more, uh, you know – the more I, you know, get into the industry and brewing the different beers and stuff like that, the more I enjoy really doing the clean drinking lagers more and more. So, and then the, as I say that, it made me think of this because you have traditional styles, and yet here we are. You're kind of melding traditional styles with something a little bit new and different. So yep. I love that fusion, and I have in my hand the lager lime. What? Which one is this yeah, one? The, the Crane Creek Cerveza yeah. with lime. So, yeah. So it was a. Um, that beer was inspired by uh, Cinco de Mayo uh, years back, where I actually did a, a light Mexican-style lager. And, um, of course, you know, every, every, every one of the girls wanted at least 10 to 15 limes in uh, yeah. on the edge of their glass to where uh, it drove Andy nuts, to where when I uh, uh, sat down with them and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it again for Cinco de Mayo, he says, can we at least brew it with lime this time so that I don't have to cut so many limes. Right. Yeah. About it. I was yeah. like, wow. You know what? We can do that. We can make that happen. And uh, I was really a little bit worried about the beer just because it being a, a light adjunct style lager and in a craft beer place, I'm like, you know, this is not going to go over well. And 
beer's actually gone over really well, and it's actually a style that we've kind of been having on permanently now Good. because uh, and it is it's one of your cores it's, you uh, should turn yeah. this into a perfume if you could smell yeah. right no seriously oh, smells so i think you should I'm bottle still, this and turn it into a perfume i'm still Unreal. in the dunk the so, lime on it is oh. with the dunk in the trunk um, <laughs> you just want to say the name again didn't I, you <laughs> had to. um here's a can opener how do we say it caramel or caramel what how should i say this it depends on the usage i say caramel you're caramel. I'm caramel. caramel. I'll say like a caramel macchiato, but caramel. then I'll say caramel. Caramel. I think you just said the same thing. Wait. <laughs> Did I? So. <laughs> so I say caramel. No, um, like a caramel macchiato or caramel by itself. He said it different. That was different yeah. that time. Yeah. That's, no, that's what I usually now. do. Yeah, but now I'm confused. I'm overthinking it. Uh, no, the notes in this are fantastic. Thank Is that you. our can opener? I am. Because <laughs> how do you say it? How do you say it? Caramel or car- caramel? I say caramel. Caramel. There it is. Yeah. Maybe it's a Melbourne thing. Might be. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that you probably or, weren't saying it a lot until you were probably like eight, nine, ten. Uh, this is this is awesome. This this dunk is it's really you. well done, man. I, I I love that the notes of that the the, the toffee and the caramel in there and this yeah. is like yeah. I say, it's, it's I like to do these kind of styles, Easy but it's always a style that you're always worried about coming out because it's not a style that's popular because most people don't, don't know, realize what a Munich Dunkel is. You know, a lot of yeah. times, like I said, it get confused with people will be like, well, I'm not tasting the banana in it because they want to bring it out as a Dunkel Weissen. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, yet when you explain that to them, but the more and more, you know, I think people have had it, it's, it's grown into a pretty popular it's... one that we've had on. So, And also, what's the ABV? Like a, not even a six, right? No, it's, it's not six. So it's going to be in the fives. The fives, Good. right? Yeah. It's mm. so mellow. I love it. It's right where all right. my beer's at. Now yeah. I'm about to put the perfume on. Ah, uh, there it is. Holy shit. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me uh, another one of those. <laughs> yeah. That's so, like, it's so brilliant. Like, and it's a yeah. great way to, again, introduce people that don't normally like craft beers. Yeah. Kind of that gateway beer. Yeah. Something and, familiar. And, and I would take that at the beach all day. Oh, my gosh. Right? That's I haven't it. sipped it yet it's either. Also, kind of inspired it as, as you know, a boating beer, yes. a beach yeah. beer, a hot, you know, it's just perfect hot weather beer, and you a lawnmower beer. You want that as a core. Yes. Like, you really want to have yeah. beers like that as a core. How many pounds of time do you think you're putting lime into this thing? Because this, right off the nose, it's like, right? it's incredible. Holy shit. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had a key lime pie once in my life. Wow. Was that after your really? Big Mac? No, it wasn't after the Big Mac. Have you was... only had a Big Mac once, or what's the story of the Big Mac? What? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was, what, 44 when he had his first McDonald's? No, for, 42. Oh, 42. My, I 42 didn't know that. Was my Forty, first Big well, Mac. Did you at least yeah. get the kids' Crazy. Happy Meal so you got the toy? You got <laughs> I, did yeah, that, yeah, I did that when the Pokemon toys came out. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your ass I did. You lived in McDonald's yeah. during that time. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I tried my first Big Mac um, wow. uh, when I was 42. And... Um, where how I was and where I was, I have to tell you guys. Okay, so um, getting more familiar with uh, how, let's just say I wasn't in Florida. I was probably in Colorado. I was probably uh, where it's legal to smoke. Um, I yeah, I was smoking and uh, it, it just had to happen. Somebody ordered me a Big Mac and I went, all right, I guess I'm doing it. And I took a bite and I realized how underrated that burger is. And yeah. how people take that burger for for granted. <laughs> now, granted, I've had it a few times since, and it's okay, guys. It's yeah, a good, it it's, a, it's a decent burger. It's not great, yeah. yeah. But uh, the onions and that sauce and the way that just was like, I was like, this is really good. Yeah. And I got it. And uh, to my friend Morgan Spurlock, man, uh, who did supersize me, buddy, 
I almost threw up when, right after I had my first one, too. So, yeah, he threw up right after he had his first McDonald's. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that documentary? No, Super to be honest. Me? It's yeah. incredible. I mean, it's I've cool. obviously it's cool. heard about it a million yeah. times, he's but a, no, I never said he's that. He's an interesting dude. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is, yeah, it's crushable. So Me, yeah. for, for limes, though, this is a perfect size for me. This is a perfect really? size for me. I love the flavor. Oh, I could go. I could. Yeah. yeah. I could do that. And speaking of which, did you do crawlers here? Uh, we don't. We do growlers. No. Growlers. Okay. Yeah, I might, I'm going to the growlers. beach after this, and I, this might be the one I bring for my friends. Yeah, we, we keep talking about the crawlers just because of uh, the beach. The beach right like there, that. right. The beach and boating, you know. But in the yeah. beginning, it was like they weren't really coming out as we were setting everything up. It was kind of hmm. really new to the industry. So well, we haven't jumped into that yet. Well. So. And you guys are hitting your third anniversary. So when we're recording this, yeah. this Saturday, this Saturday is the 22nd? Yep. You're having your third uh, yeah, third, third year, year. Yeah. dude congrats thank you yeah, congratulations how's that, how's that feel now you're on the feels third good it year. went by faster than i thought it would go by out. you know yeah. but you know it really does feel good that we've uh you know successfully made it this long you know because it's when you get into it it's it's tough you know it's yeah. uh you know in the beginning you know you're like oh yeah we got this but you get in and the every day is just you know it's a grind you know to get it out and you know keep keep everything new and interesting and keep the chairs filled and fresh new beer all the yeah. time <laughs> so it's keeping the let's we got to get into this because keeping the 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 seats filled up and uh you have multiple rooms yes. in this brewery yeah you have your you have your tap room you have where the you know the bar but now where we're sitting uh peter calls it the vault room that's i call the vault room what it's, it's called it's called the vault room. i was correct yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so i don't know how to weed so it's the vault room because this actually has a bank vault in it, which is the original bank vault. So this building that we're in was the first bank between Jacksonville and Miami back in the early 1900s. Wow. That's right. So the bank vault is actually – it's in a separate location. The, the, its original location is not where it's at now, but in – I think it was the mid-90s they moved it to – this room where okay. we're in right now so we've embraced it and just kind of made this our vault room is kind of what the name of it is and what we call it and so it's a private kind of sitting room that uh so people are having smaller get-togethers and stuff like that uh, birthday parties and want a little bit more of a private area they can come into this area and kind of relax yeah. and do their thing and we kind of really made it you know feel like ho at home and so very so relaxed yeah this is who yeah. did your decor yeah so that's um, definitely a question uh, our owner's wife did most really of our wow decor. No, yep. she does did she do it a... professionally i she mean she doesn't she just wow has that she should for it, it is know? so really... stunning every single piece is just so perfectly placed and coordinated yeah and she, she just really absolutely nailed it, on it. Yeah. yeah i know i could you know normally when you're putting things together you want to like put your input into it like ah, i don't really like that i there. want four Why more taxidermy we should deer the, heads yeah, we should <laughs> this here. and it was like i don't think there was anything that i disliked or didn't yeah. agree with because i was like wow this is way better than i would ever have thought about yeah doing it's beautiful it. that's for yep. sure so I love Does she it. decorate your house as well? No, but I wish she would. <laughs> is she up for hire? Because I would hire her in a heartbeat. Yes. I really yeah, would. She this did a really it. good job. She she thought of it all, that's for sure. What, yeah. What's her name? Claire. Claire, thank you, Claire, for this. This yeah. is awesome. Claire is <laughs> stunning. Cheers that was my grandma's. Cheers to Claire. Yeah, cheers to Claire. Some, oh, oh Peter goes, glasses he's like, I got to grab a glass. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> glass in my hand. We're going to cheers. Have so. we cheers yet? Oh, there we go. There it Someone is. cheers me. Sorry, Queen. <laughs> no, I love you. Uh, and then you have so back. So from here, we'll, yep. we'll do like a whole 
we'll do this okay. full circle, right? So from in the vault room, I'm going through this door right now. Now we're going in back into the tap room, into right? The tap room. Yeah. Yep. How many seats are in there? Because it's ma- it's beautifully put I together. We, I think we sit 180. Yeah, I want to say 100 it's, something. It's huge, but and I don't feel when you say 180, some might think like. Wow, in a small room like that, because yeah. you go to many tap rooms, you think you're maybe shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. It's not There's like that. so much room that you have in there. Yeah. That is insane. It's a very large building. It's a, I love this building. Yeah. So we set it up with a wraparound bar, to, uh, too. So um, it was easier to move around, easier for the bartenders yeah. to do their thing. Yeah, stuff definitely. like that. So, you know, Andy, who's our general manager, he... Uh, this is that was not his first <laughs> stop. So me and him both worked at uh, Charlie and Jake's together, and he okay. was the general manager there, and where he started bartending uh, uh, originally when he was younger, and he kind of uh, had that mind frame of how he wanted the bar to set up to where it would operate perfectly fine under big crowds, yeah. and you know maximize everything to where you didn't, you know, they weren't tripping over each other. They had the room and. Uh, there was plenty of seating around it. So you guys that's... are the definition of maximizing space. Yeah, just from, we... I mean, the <laughs> yeah. house, everything, yeah. every single square inch, but it's not crowded. You know, not it at doesn't all. feel crowded. Not at just all. Yeah. Utilized. Then, well, good. I'm glad hearing that because that's exactly how we were going, mm-hmm. trying to go about yeah. it for sure. It was trying to maximize every space we had, but not to where it was so crowded you were felt nope. like you were cramped because nobody likes that feeling. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know. So. And then you have the game room back there as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have a game room in the back, which is our game room <laughs> slash game room. So it's got a... Oh, yeah. It's, it's a right. double entendre. Yeah. yeah. We got, right. you know, me and Andy being big outdoorsmen, you know, we have uh, some deer mounts and stuff like that from uh, some, our clubs up in Georgia and some turkey mm. fans. And uh, you'll notice uh, we also have games to play, you know, darts and uh, video games and shuffleboard. So and we'll get into the video games. It's all free play games yeah, and stuff like it's that. it's free play. If yes. you're telling me I could play Miss Pac-Man on a cocktail top like they have there <laughs> and Terminator 2, like honestly, yes. where you yep. you shot. Yeah, I'm happy. Not just games, good games. <laughs> yeah. Games that Ms. you Pac-Man get lost cocktail in. Top, yeah. I have a cabinet. I have a Miss Pac-Man cabinet. Yeah. But I always <laughs> wanted the cocktail, like the table where you just sat there and played and... Uh, that thing is one of my favorite machines of all time. You favorite machines. That of all time. while drinking and playing Pokemon Go. No, I'll, I would give Miss Pac-Man my love. Full attention. Wow, that's huge. Because people that do is. ask me, what are your? Because I'm a huge gamer. Uh, haven't played Red Dead Redemption yet. Mm. Two, two. I haven't played the sequel yet. Uh, I will play it it's one so day. It's so good. So Dan Barron, I promise you, I'll, I'll, I will play it. You can go folk yourself. I. <laughs> He has a podcast. Go, go folk yourself. I just promoted them. That's uh, awesome. I love that kid. Um, so for now, it's uh, Fallout Three, Miss Pac-Man, Pokemon Go. Those are my three favorite video games of all time. In that order. If it, well, well, yeah, yeah. I think so. I do. I think so. Mm. Pokemon Go is. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, get rid of this. It has me walk around a little. So, um, so yeah, that game room. It is awesome. It is awesome. Oh, the, the fact that you guys thought of all right we have to have a room here and we're gonna have a room there we're gonna have that there you utilized everything perfectly it, it and breaks it up a little bit so yes. the place doesn't seem so crowded so that everybody doesn't get too loud and that's kind of the louder you know you want to go back there and be a little bit louder have a good yeah. time you play yeah. your games there's a jukebox there's all that stuff you kind of get back there get loud and rowdy and it's not interrupting the people that want to just kind of hang out at the bar and kind of be a little bit quieter maybe and unwind and there's certain areas of seating for that with the couches yeah. and little living room kind of setups uh, around the tap room to where people I can love kind of have that. their yeah. private areas and it's not so loud for them and they can still carry on a conversation yeah. with their Walking friends. Walking in, and I thought it. that's definitely where we would be setting up for the podcast and yeah. I was like, no, 
you kept pushing for this room, and, and it's such a good yeah. call. Right? Oh my god, yeah, it's it's, yep. it's such well, a great room. The bolt room, it's always so it's yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> be that. yeah. All right, so what is this one that you're Ooh, sipping on now? This you is got all. This is the top off. The number two. The Maybach. The Maybach. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Nope. Yeah, I took the top. That's off. a new new beer that just uh, came out. I just put that out a couple weeks ago, I believe. And going back to your uh, more traditional styles. Yep. Oh man, I love it. Yeah. That's like, why I, you can tell what I love. Like I started I said, off I was, with those. Uh, I was yep. in the Netherlands for a bit this uh, year, and uh, did a little bit of went to uh, Belgium as well, and so that was kind of the beer that kind of inspired me in the Netherlands because I was drinking a lot. They had Lentebox and stuff like that coming on going yes. and. Uh, so I was drinking a lot of them, and I came back. I was like, man, I have not done a Maybach in a couple <laughs> years. I was like, I'm due for a good Maybach. So, and I was really pleased I did it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's really good, easy drinking beer right now. So I'm also pleased. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You get the yeah. nice little toastiness and all that with it, you know, and yep. I ran a decoction on it to kind of pull any of the flavors out and stuff like that, but brewed it on a lighter spectrum. So. Which is awesome that you get to do decoction matching. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my system really allows me to do play around with a lot of different stuff. So, you know, uh, temperature steps, decoctions, and all that are very easy with my setup, which is pretty nice. I know a lot of people are jealous of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> works out good with you know with my uh, me like I like to do the like I said the traditional German style beers. Uh, the German style beers are really my favorite. So that really helps me do what I, what I want as far as those are concerned and, and make them more authentic and more true to style that way. So. Supposed to something different, you know. I like to play around. Any any brew that's not that just same run of the mill that you've brewed a million times and makes you think a little bit more and tweak and it's always fun. <laughs> so growing up here, uh, this building obviously you knew this building while yeah, growing up. This was uh, the Christmas cottage when I was a kid. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bank was just gone. A gigantic that's Christmas a- building that was just never ending Christmas stuff. That's funny. So you yeah. had your eyes on this place from childhood. Oh, yeah. Like, that will be mine. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. And even the first time I walked into it, it was just... a Christmas store? Yeah, it's Christmas really for a kid year-round. Uh, yeah, you really had to have, uh, you know, Don, our owner, He, him and Andy really had the mind to turn uh, this building into what it was. Because when I first walked in, I was like, how are we going to turn this into a brewery? But, you know, it really came together as we got working on it and... Uh, ripping walls out and clearing things out and you know you start getting the vision the more and more we got into it and it was like it really came about so so being raised here you you know the community yes uh you're very familiar with the community um more more barbecue places probably than the vegan restaurants here (laughs) um so here's the thing you know you know the the population you know you know the people here you're giving them beer that they normally don't go to a wing house and say, oh, let me try, like, I think Spells Too Hard came up before as yes. one of the, you know, as the, the kid, the cast of a film would be like, oh, you're from England? Here's a Bells Too Hard. And then going, holy shit, this is what I want to drink now. Yeah. That's kind of what we're seeing here in this community. You're saying, here's a Maybach. A Ma- the, what? Yeah. Like, no, I'm okay. I, I kind of just want a, a Budweiser. I want to a Bud Light, a Coors, something like that, you're telling this community what the hell a Maybach is. Yeah. You're going to drink it, and it's enjoyable. How is that going here? How how are it's, these regulars doing here? So it's funny, you know, when Dunk in the Trunk comes out and these loggers, you know, the Maybach come out and stuff like that, I think uh, I think you get a few that, that 
remember it from either back in their military days in Germany or their European travels or stuff like that. And they're like, wow, I haven't had one of these in 20 years. And they freak out about it. That's awesome. Or, and I get a lot of guys that are, you know, a lot of people that are just like, don't really know what it is. So they skip over it, you know, and I always, you know, tell, uh, you know, all our bartenders, stuff like that, you know, to, you know, get somebody a sample or if somebody comes in, they ask for a new beer, you know, let them know, have you tried this one? It's similar to this. And kind of explain what it's like. And I think once people pick up on it and realize what it is you just i see the sales just increase just dramatically and i know people that i've come in that i know aren't usually drinking this kind of stuff like dude that maybach i've never even had one of those i don't even know what that is but this is amazing and that is amazing they're hooked on it yeah that is amazing um, you know i think as the cleaner lager styles come back around more and more you know that people slowly start embracing them because you can sit down and actually drink yeah, you know. when you say lager, people are expecting a yingling or something like that yeah. in, this, in this town. Yeah. I, I can see that. Uh, they're expecting a darker color than that, you yeah. know. And this, this is definitely, uh, God, that's, it's a clean beer. Definitely not in the fives. So I know it's a, a six. It's got to be yes, up there. It is. It is. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> beer, though. That's really good. Uh, Peter. Yes. Grab the third on the paddle. Are we keeping the? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, do you see how many beers we have to drink? Oh, we do. So yeah. we have the we, we have the pilsner ahead of us. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. So, so which one's this one? Let's round it out with the pilsner. How about that? The the poppin' pills. Pop yeah, poppin' pills. This is pills. one of my favorites. So <laughs> poppin' yes. pills. Yes, I love it's this a, one. It's a just your traditional German yeah. style pilsner. Um, you know, it's Had got the name Andy's Poppin' Pills. Yeah, which everybody thinks is kind of funny, but there's also a story behind it too of how we got it. So when we first opened. This was one of the uh, first couple beers that I ran through the system. I want to say it was like the second or the third beer through the system um, just because I knew I needed to get my loggers in ahead of us opening and stuff like that. And uh, when I was brewing it, so I had new hose, and the hose um, was only banded once on this hose instead of twice. Okay. And yeah. in the middle of the transfer – Andy, who's our general manager, you know, he came in and uh, me and Andy are, for everybody that doesn't know, me and Andy are good friends. We we grew up together as kids and stuff like oh, that. That's awesome. We fished together. Oh, wow. We've literally been buddies oh, since awesome. we were in, uh, you know, elementary school and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we, uh, so he came in kind of checking how's things going, this and that. And we're right well, in the middle of the transfer. Well, right as he came in, the clamp broke and Ooh. it gave loose and one of my transfer hoses popped off the pump so here we are in the middle of the transfer oh. liquid and it's pumping everywhere well he's the only one that's not in boots and jeans and all that and so because he was in tennis shoes it no. soaked the ground so much that it soaked his tennis shoes and it was enough to oh, where it man. burnt his skin like instantly oh, a secondary burn wow, on his foot really? like i mean so fast it wasn't yeah, even kinda... funny and it was a it was a pretty oh scary incident you know and yeah. uh you know he was all right we took him to the hospital they cleaned it out and stuff like that he was uh Holy limping around shit. here for a while it was, uh, oh, it was definitely a lesson learned on all parts of you know uh how dangerous and how fast things can actually happen in a, in brew, a brew house quick. absolutely and, uh, you know the need to make sure even though you're just popping in there the the safety equipment that's uh involved in it and why why we wear it and is it second nature that you, you something like that happens because on friday i was at tactical brewing and the, the power goes out right mm-hmm. it's been storming incredibly insane in orlando yeah. I, I i'm sure you guys are getting yeah, it too we have been too but uh chris hall and i were playing um we're playing Tony Hawk Skater 2. <laughs> We're just hanging out, yeah. drinking a beer. And all of a sudden, the power just goes boom. And the first thing he does is instantly goes 
The glycol. Oh, he yep. screamed like he was going into battle. He's like, the glycol! <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, it, it was like, that's the first thing he thought of. Yeah. Not, yeah. Oh, well, that's, not, uh, oh, that's shit. Uh, not, oh, no, shit, the game's nothing. now done. No. This is inconvenient. Most it was, everybody here is trained the same boom. way to shut Good. the glycol systems down. Just because you can pop so many things. So yeah. a lot right. of times with the power, when it goes out, it does that flicker. Yeah. And it'll set power surges, and then it always ends up blowing something. Hmm. And it's always a nightmare. And, you know, that's that's the heartbeat of our operation is yeah. the yes. glycol system. Yes, it is. So not only is it a nightmare when you have to try and fix it and get it, everything going back up usually, because it's never just something easy and quick. <laughs> but um, so it's, it's the same way here it's shut yeah. the glycol down wait for the power to successfully come back up you know you're not flicking and and go back with it are so. you running the same electricity for let's say 40 years 50 years i mean i didn't think about that until no. now no, no right i'll know okay yeah. all new plumbing you have to make it to code, code yeah. changes oh that's true ever. you have to, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. how old is this you know, building this building is uh the front half of the building is late 1800s wow 1892 i think something like that and then the back of the building was 1892? put on in, uh, yeah. That's the code for my iPhone, and 1892. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know your code. Yep. Yeah. I, I say it to everybody. As if you ever need to get in my, if I faint, anybody's like, hey, I'm hanging out with the guy from What Ails Yeah. He just fainted. Um, don't use my face. Just, yeah. Here you go. Oh, that's Pokemon. Oh, you don't believe me? Here, try to open I get to do this. Hi, yeah. Jillian. 1892. No, that's not your, I'm doing face, no. That's my no, code. that's yours, that you dumb. You just <laughs> so, said it out it loud, worked. and then you type your own. <laughs> I did it, and now I'm Pokemon going. I'm going to catch this thing. I told you. So 1892, it's Liverpool. Yeah. That was the establishing so year then, for Liverpool. Uh, the back of the building was uh, put on the early 1900s, like 1915, 1910, somewhere right around in there. Oh, Andy crazy. and Don could answer that a lot better than I could. No, you know? I just think it's good job. Buddy. I cut you a Pokemon. Yeah, you're the best. Uh, <laughs> I think, that, yeah, this building... Um, was this your first thought? Was was a place like this your first thought? Like, what did Andy say? Was it one of those? Hey, we could do something down the well, street, but I really we want this to be building. Downtown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and that's where we are. Uh, like we the want, heart. Yeah, we're in the downtown historic Melbourne, and uh, which is crazy because when I was a kid, this town was a ghost town. There was nothing. Right. You know, when dark hit, it the whole thing shut down. Really. And now it's become like your populars, a lot of local bars and eateries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. rest, yeah. Restaurants and. Um, so it's kind of as nightlife, you know, as the night comes around, it kind of comes alive now. So which is completely opposite of the way it used <laughs> to be. Um, so we knew we wanted to be down in this area and uh, embrace the whole Melbourne thing. Uh, the building, I wasn't sure about. I didn't see oh, it. Even like Andy that. at the first time, yeah. when Andy came in and seen the building. He didn't. Don had the eye. Don saw the building. Um, he really liked it. He, he knew, you know, we could make something out of it. Um, it was a challenge. Yeah. You know, it, we yeah. had a lot to do in the beginning. You know, we thought we were going to open up twice as fast as what we really did. But Always. I think well, everybody says always. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. Build-out was a year, you it said, right? It was a right? year build-out. Wow. Yeah, wow. Before we were able to open the doors, you know. But there was so much between, you know, restructuring the building and beefing it up from it being so old to all new electric, plumbing. Um, all the windows in it are all brand new. They're all hurricane impact. Because oh. we right. knew if we take a nice historic building like this and... You know, you got to board up the windows in hurricane season and all that. We're just going to tear up, you know, all that and we'll be repairing it. So this way we just, there's no preparing for the hurricanes. No. We just 
do ready. get our system ready. And yeah. You just drive over here, bunker up, have uh, some yeah. beer, everybody, and then just everybody it's probably does. the safest. This is where to have a hurricane party. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I figure it's weathered every storm since the uh, exactly 18, well early 1900s. That's yeah. a good track yeah. record. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, if you don't mind Shankly and Paisley coming, we're coming next shelter. hurricane. Yeah. 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 Hurricane party here. You shouldn't have said that. So. What is it, Lester? Lester Holt one year with what is it, CBS? I believe. Was he CBS? NBC. 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 Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I love Lester Holt. Um, he, uh, they were I love that beer. interviewing That's out great. there and for one of the storms uh, that was coming. And oh, they yes. They uh, staying in the building over the night. Really? And weathering it uh, out here and doing all that. Yeah, it was kind of a cool thing. Oh, so like they is... didn't plan that. Yeah, Give me yeah. a break. All the places <laughs> oh, to be. Close okay. your ears. I'm and closing them. We're clabbing a beer soon. I want it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to dedicate it to him. So, all right, Peter, pick another. All Who right, uh, before I do that, and I will, um, that Pilsner my, is the best best I've had so it's, far here. Thank yeah. you. God, it is outstanding. Holy cow, yeah. that's incredible. The minerality to it is clean, crisp, phenomenal, and it was named after a guy who burned his foot, right? Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, so he burns his foot and he gets a beer. It's funniest name, yeah. So I've always I, enjoyed that I mean, one. just the popping <laughs> pills. It's funny now. Yeah. Popping pills. I remember the yeah. first time I heard it. Um, was it ever at Best Florida Beer? Was it last? Um, is that one that was? Not this last year. Where did I see Poppin' Pills before? <clears throat> because I've always known the name. I don't name. think I put it in Florida Beer this year. No? Mm. No. Or not the year before? I want to know where I've seen Poppin' Pills. The year the before Poppin I might Pills. have. Okay. Because I remember seeing the name and I went, yeah, I damn, that's a good name. Yeah, I've taken it to a couple of the festivals over Maybe there. Maybe that's what it is. Stuff like that. So yeah. here's the name Helen Blazes. I love the name, right? Mm -hmm. It is, a, for me, there is this male aspect of Helen Blazes, high five. Yep. High five. Mm -hmm. Um, but something that Bree pointed out just not even less than an hour ago, it's named after a woman. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually your Helen, yeah. not so, Helen. So, Helen. Oh, it's so Helen. Her name is Helen Blazes. So there's yeah. a woman named Helen Blazes, right? Is that what it was? Well, Helen so Blazes. Lake. So it's, oh, it's just the lake, the lake is? Yep. Yeah. Oh, because. Lake so, Helen. Oh, yeah, no shit. Never mind. Okay. Because I'm so, putting it together. Lake <laughs> Helen Blazes is the starting point. So, St. John's River flows north. Oh. So, Lake Helen Blazes yeah, so is the starting point for the St. John's River, okay. which is just located just west of us in our building. So, if you look into the history on it, there's a lot of history with Lake Helen Blazes because there's a lot of floating hyacinth islands and stuff like that. And back in the day, it was very hard to travel. There was a lot of Indians that lived around it, mm. and there was a lot of very hard to get across because, you know, that path you took the one day could not be there this, the next day, and you'd have to find a new route oh, around okay. the floating hyacinth. And um, so that was kind of being local, the local kind of Melbourne Lake that's really been forgotten about but had so much history, kind of like this building. You know, everybody thought of it as the Christmas cottage. They didn't think of it as all the history that dated back in this building. We thought, you know, plus we could play the cool part of hell, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what yeah. I thought. When you yeah. hell's no. in a name, it's... somebody's like, oh. Well, I yeah. always thought, like, yeah. um, my first thing was uh, Blazing Saddles is what I always thought of, which Something is a good movie. Any, yeah. Very good movie. So, I, I, you know, movie. you come into the core and you get that kind of like that old school, you know, uh, sort of feel to it so it's like oh this makes sense but now let's yeah. hold the level and that's awesome yep. yep yep it all dates back to that you know so we, and that's why the decor has kind of tried to date back to a lot of the uh, old school oh, Melbourne shit. Kind right of you get yeah. it yeah. instantaneously yeah. so I cool. love that you so. have it written I mean as soon as you walk in if you just walk over and you could read about it you have the pictures yep, the history of the lake I mean, and yeah. All yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 
basically like a museum in here. It is. But Thank you. And modern. you actually have like museum pieces yes. in here. Yeah, oh yeah, do. the artifacts. Those are, uh, that's all artifacts that we found underneath the floors uh, in the building. When uh, so obviously the brewery floor. This is all wood floor yeah. in here, um, which these are all original, by the way. Wow, um, awesome. The brewery floor I had to tear up because obviously it wasn't going to support the weight of the tanks, and so that's all concrete. Um, well, when we tore that up and we restructured everything, crawling underneath the buildings and stuff, that's all stuff that we found under the building How as we fun. were doing. Every the, day is uh, like remodeling. a scavenger hunt. It you really just come was. in here excited, like, what the hell am I going to find today? <laughs> Sundays, right? Yes, but Who when, has we that? We left, like, yeah. you know, 100 year old dirt on us and stuff like that every day because so we were so dirty. That's awesome. I heard that the Cards Against Humanity up on the on the <laughs> fireplace, that's, that's the original. That's original. Yeah. 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 That is they the original. They found that on the floor. Yeah. You got to. That's I thought. So you have like a hundred years worth of history that you guys uncovered. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you found? Mortician tools. That's it. Perfect. That's right. Yep. That's right. This used to be a mortician studio. Even better. Too. So, so they also say this place it's place. It's haunted. haunted. Yes, it's haunted. <laughs> Let's do it. That's, no, it's not. This just, beer, it's delicious. He, you should have done this at twelve. He just tweeted me. Night. He's like, "Hey, uh, I don't know if you've seen, but Helen Blazes, she came to see me, and I was like, it is a woman. It isn't. It's a. It's a lake. So, no, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> and she came yeah. and no, no her too. And I didn't. He didn't see a ghost. They they blocked. A huge radius off around here because the old owners they had found dynamite underneath the floors what? and so they had to send in the uh, bomb squad to come in and get it what? out so they evacuated oh my God. this is so cool seriously from around here because it had old dynamite but when we uh, actually when we tore the brewery floor out we, we not only we found mortician tools but we found um, racks of where um, they would store like liquor and alcohol oh. back in the prohibition stage. So this was like a bootlegging oh where they would How have appropriate. Like, the floors would be like hidden to where they could pull a plank up and on the, the bottles floor and the... then get to the Yeah. Yeah. So those bottles are part of that. Yep. Oh, that's there is somebody. Freaking how, cool you is guys that? just get cooler. Yeah. That when you found the dynamite, he was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then went, ah, <laughs> again. Like that's so cool, though. Holy shit, man! The, the actual dynamite. Yeah. Where the mo- he, mortician? He, he had now. a sour puss on his face. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm we have the sour puss now. So we that's went I'm drinking. a completely different direction. We're doing traditional German styles, and now we're doing sour puss floor device. This Let's, is gonna be my jam. Yep. I know this it. is it's a pink guava passion fruit sour. I'm always like this Berliner. Oh, she's <laughs> excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited. This is a wow. Oh, I like it. You didn't even sip it. He's like, I like it. I like sip. it. And I do like it. <laughs> so where are those mortician tools at now, by the way? They're all in there. Yeah. They're all in there? Yeah. Right yeah. Cool. Yeah. You haven't used them, right? No. All right, cool. No. This is why I get a growler I want to. They didn't let me. <laughs> this is amazing. Hmm. So what are you sipping on then? I'm Bob sipping here. on the sour. You are so right. Really? All right. Yeah. Color. So that's why I wanted to ask. You. Yeah. <laughs> I need this and the uh, lager lime to take to the beach with me after this. Oh, you're perfect going. Beach yeah. Beer. That is yeah. the perfect beach yeah. beer. I could I drink this for that days. You are doing that. That's why I'm into all the summer beers right now. You know, with us, like wintertime, I hit the dark yeah. beers pretty heavy. I love doing dark beers. Yeah. So dark beers, yeah. I love brewing them. I love drinking them. But, you know, it's something about the hot weather and the dark beers that just don't sit great, you no. know. So I really, I narrow it down. I'll keep one or two on to just kind of, yeah. you know, appease those crowds and people that want to go dark. And then other than that, I really hit the light beers in the summer and then, you know, 
fall. I'll hit and go into the fall beers, Oktoberfests, and smoke pumpkin habanero, which is yeah. another oh, one that I'm uh, that's pretty known fun. for. <laughs> yeah, well, not to brew, but everybody loves it. It's one of those beers you don't forget, you know. Yeah. It was my take on a pumpkin because pumpkin beers are... Yeah, beers. they're pumpkin they're, beers. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Beers. yeah they're but everybody beers. wants pumpkin of for three weeks out of the year. <laughs> it, it's crazy though. I, I wonder if it is kind of settling down because once I think the Starbucks kit. Nope, never mind. No, I doubt uh, it. I thought it might have been. No, um, I, feel uh, for like, me, I feel like you think that until it comes around again, and then it's even worse than the year before. Yeah, right? I think. Yeah. I, mean, I think the last pumpkin beer ever. I really <laughs> had was Elysian. I was out there at that time because they did one with Stumptown Coffee. Uh, pumpkin and Stumptown coffee in it, and I was just like, "All right, if Stumptown coffee's in it, I have to try it. I'll do it." And uh, yes, yeah, well, yes, I have a tattoo, but uh, <laughs> but it is my love for Oregon. That is the city of roses is on there. Um, this thing is incredible, though. Yeah. The sourpuss, you killed you. it. And I, I made this analogy earlier when we were talking of Capri Sun, how mm-hmm. I was so used to only having the three, you know, the the three flavors ever, and I can't remember if it was cherry, fruit punch. That's all I drank was the cherry one and the, the fruit cherry punch, one maybe. Was the best. That was the best one. Was there a blue one? No. no, no that was later. That was so later. You would think that would be when the me growing up, oh. when I went to go see Gremlins, I only bought three flavors. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, but yeah, growing up, you only got three flavors of Capri Sun, and mm-hmm. as things we get older, or just you know, it just becomes now we gotta throw this in it, gotta throw that in it. It's a new yeah. style. I see that it, it's kind of like it's funny that I usually do tend to stick to the those same three those right same flavors, yeah. but man when you could really nail something where you're throwing guava or like you know mm-hmm. with the passion fruits the dragon fruits whatever man um i i will always trust something that hidden springs is going to do because i know yes that they are going to kill it when you throw if there's a blueberry in it well holy shit get blueberry. what yeah. is that blueberry going to do that they're going to try it with something else so i feel with the sourpuss nailed it like this is on that it. scale of yeah. if this was in a can this would do extremely well yeah. yes on on the circuit of yeah. hey i need to stand in a line if i'm doing 30 minutes in line i got a four pack eight of them yeah you, this would be definitely get a beautiful canning design and you would definitely see this on instagram a lot yeah. this I is agree. one of those this is definitely one of those beers I totally agree. yes i'm gonna instagram yes. this Appreciate after this that. the can yeah with the, the yet. Well, well we're working on it empty glass. yeah the empty glass <laughs> i was gonna say I've been, don't uh, talk to jillian she's she's she's, she's <laughs> hey, jillian. i've been enjoying brewing the sours lately you know yeah i was gonna ask I've so i've embraced it so was it you know i was against it in the beginning but i've kind of embraced it over the uh the last you know year or so kind of really you know with that being this style becoming more popular and and it is know, it's kind of fun to brew though it's like it's different brew day for me you know it's, yeah it makes it a little bit funner you know the checking the phs and all that stuff yeah. and the you know yeah. makes your mind think a little bit more than uh, you're just i love that stuff. so i right. like doing that too yeah good and it's nice what like it's not overly hit you in the mouth that's it's it definitely has that sour, but it's really nice and kind of mellow, right. very easy going yeah, down. Yeah, and you still get a little bit of the, the nice dry finish at the end. Yeah. And you get both fruits. It's Nothing's extreme. And, you know, I'm really big on trying to balance things out. So that's, you know, clean beers and balance is I really try to uh, focus on. And I'm going to hit you with this one because okay. we talked a little bit about it, and I think it's a good point to bring up. This is something that uh, it's a little bit different. It's your bon, uh, was it bon, bon temps? Bon temps. Bon, bon, bon temps. Say it in your nose. And bon. it's, uh, is the French saison. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. It with uh, uh, pink peppercorn. Awesome. Uh-huh. And um, uh, 
pepper tree honey. Locally sourced uh, Brazilian pepper tree honey. Oh, neat. So for people that don't know, so a pink peppercorn is the red berries that we see growing on the Brazilian pepper tree, which okay. has turned into uh, invasive pretty much weed in the state of Florida now. Yeah, yeah, but, it's insane. It's wow. um, yeah. So the, with the honey, I kind of imparted that kind of into the whole thing to kind of help make the spice part of it pop a little bit uh, more. And, and it's a little challenging yeah. because this is uh, maybe a, a style outside of a lot of people's comfort zones. It's a style out of a, a lot, lot. <laughs> a lot. You know, it's I get all the time, or I get a lot of times where people are like, oh, "I'm not getting any hops in it," and I'm like, "Oh, that's good." <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I think people, yeah. I think people are like expecting success. it to be like you're not a brewer like, yet, but yeah. you're getting there. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't know if they're confusing if they're seeing like like session beers or something mm-hmm. like that and they're confusing that with like a session IPA and then yeah. they think Saison and they're like oh well, we just had one of those at the other brewery yeah. but it was a lot hoppier and so it's it's an interesting I kind of rolled the dice on it a little bit uh you know it was something that I, I felt needed to come out like I said I like doing the traditional so styles so the overall response been and you said that you got some feedback on an, an on an app about it um it's been 50 50 you know, I get some people that don't like it because they're expecting something completely different. You know what I mean? And uh, oh, that, that app, that that app, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I get some people that uh, I've gotten some reviews that are like, "Oh, this is great! I love it!" I got people that come in and drink it all the time because they're like, "So glad I haven't had a good saison in a long time." And so there it's, you go. You know, it's fifth. I I just I just go with it. You know what I mean? There's not going to be a beer for everybody out there. No, and you I keep making like, it. You yeah, should. Yeah, and, I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it I is absolutely really, love it. Really, really flavorful. Thanks, Extremely sir. flavorful. Thank you. Yeah. So that's that's. And there's what, that sweetness in it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I really do like that sweetness in yeah, it. That, that must be the honey. honey kind of, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And What's, that's funny. Is I could see, fourteen to fifteen year old girls loving that one, kind of like that sweet, like bubble gummy feel. But they can't, they can't drink that. So never mind. You know, it's just <laughs> that was a does. weird thing to. No, it does. <laughs> it has like a really. I mean, really, I feel. If there's a liquid out there and you could think of it, and it is, it is, it has that sweetness. It is very, I could see people drinking that at a, because I guess I'm thinking bubblegum. I don't know. That's the first thing I think of. Like kids chew bubblegum. too, is I did another one similar to it that I used fruit in. So it goes to bring up, you know, traditional styles and what people are really going for and fruit. And the fruited one flew. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Couldn't keep it on. Yeah, because I had fruit. Yeah, in it. yeah, you fruit know, in people it. just anything with fruit. There's the magic trick. It. But when you know it's just basic, it's like, eh, it's just a basic beer. What do you have with fruit in it? Is like I, I swear, everybody loves the fruit. They so it just correlated with show. refreshing or yeah. hot. You know, when I think it's super hot out, you want to kind of you know gravitate towards yeah. something that you just think is gonna take the sting away of the heat. You know, I, I think I would fruit. agree with that. <laughs> I would agree with that. And you know, and that's where I, you you pl- try to please both people yeah. by you know doing that. You know, you got a lot of the clean. Like I said, a lot of the older guys that were traveled in the military and mm-hmm. stuff, they hit, they drank all these styles yeah. when they were overseas. When you said that, stuff, that made sense. That made back, a lot they, of sense uh, to me. Yeah. Like, know, I haven't had that flavor in 20 years when it's in my box. That makes so much sense. I, I get customers that I literally see all the time now because of that, because they know we know we can come here and get true traditional styles that they haven't had and they can't get in the stores. 
and so I knew to point this one out because I, I see the colors that were going now and I, I figured if there was going to be one I saw Georgia was in the title am I yeah, right that is correct peach. Georgia bound yeah yep. so let's get back into the fruit because how's this one doing because Georgia bound obviously has peaches it's, in it it's so doing exceptionally well yeah right so, so it goes back to the fruit yeah, thing I'm sure as well back to the fruit thing you know and it's just that's that's probably one of our more popular beers right now I knew it as soon as you said fruit with the saison and I I knew that you did have that that peach on there Um, it is sweet yes do you you use uh, Georgia peaches in in this Oh, we do. Nice. Right, so, well, no, they're, they're using well, more Kentucky peaches. Well, the name Georgia. Well, so I found out living in Georgia that South Carolina produces a lot more peaches than Georgia does. Hmm. Yeah. So, and I I moved here. I was in the military. Moved down here yeah. from uh, Augusta, Georgia. Okay. And the the last beer I brewed, a part of my like little uh, military brew club, was a Georgia peach beer. Yeah. Uh, using local Georgia peaches, and we had a hard time in Georgia finding Georgia peaches because they were all from South Carolina. Really? Yeah. So uh, I found out the hard way. Um, I uh, so I've got a camp. Speaking of Augusta, Georgia, which is literally twenty minutes south of Augusta, Georgia, in uh, Hepzibah. Oh, I know Hepzibah. Area. Yeah. So and. Uh, he says it just like it, too. We, uh, <laughs> I actually have like a little, there's a little local guy, and I, I think he just has the peach trees in his backyard. Huh. So peach season, I end up, you know, I always pick peaches up from him, but he's turned me on yeah. to somebody where I can get yeah. peaches and stuff like that. That's but, awesome. man, there's just something about, you know, the fresh peaches up there that, I, you know, and I'm sure they're probably just as good in South Carolina, too, and that area is all very typical weather. Yeah. Oh, this is – Yeah. I oh better than the it's one I brewed. Sweet. It's sweet oh on me. Yeah. yeah, but it, it's getting sweet on balance. me. It, oh my god! It tastes <laughs> yeah. in, so like good. a beautiful peach. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that is a peach. Holy in a, shit, in a, man! In a glass. So yeah, that is yeah. like I said, wow. better than the Georgia peach I brewed. But wow. uh, well, thank you. So that's yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's phenomenal. I yeah, could see this being like yeah then this is another one you can can this and this is gonna uh definitely oh my god yeah. it's gonna it's go crazy yeah, summer brands right now yeah keep out through summer and stuff i know like when that, you, just when, because it's a perfect when you perfect did beer for this weather mention that saison and having fruit in it and it was just a really big seller yeah uh knowing i remember kind of going over the menu a little before we started and saying i, I guarantee that georgia bound is definitely kicking ass here yeah and then when you mentioned it with the saison that I was like, oh shit, that's got to be it right there. Then and yeah, let's change the color style up a little. Let's go to that third paddle, mm-hmm. and uh, let's go dark. You want to do a dark? All the way. Let's you do that. Go dark. Yeah, the darkest so, one we have, the black IPA. Let's, so Todd, let's let's talk about uh, brothers, sisters being raised. Did you have any uh, brothers or sisters I've growing up? I've got a up? sister. Yeah, yeah older, she's younger. Two and a half years younger than me. Okay. Yep. Uh, oh, so she probably does not remember upstate New York at all. No, she was no, really huh? little. Yeah. So, you were you a good big brother? Are you? Uh, oh wow! Probably a pain in the ass. You were a troll. That shit-eating but, grin that came across yeah. your face so instantly. instantly. You were I, uh, instantly. I definitely kept her safe going through school. Okay, so, yeah, you know, no, that's she good. didn't have nobody was bullying yeah. her, or messing with her, or yeah. anything like just that. You. Did you have that just same you. beard back then? <laughs> yeah, uh, I did not. <laughs> I kind of just like thirteen. Yeah, yeah, you grew that at thirteen. I can see just you this always had the same. Yeah. You guys don't know his beard kicks ass. Yeah. You were like the if I were to take a picture of a, a man and say this is that you are the picture of what a brewer would look like like you are the like the prototypical <laughs> yes. macho brewer like you you did it 
Macho yeah, I think that definitely macho the brewer. beer, the beard definitely gets yeah. in the way. And it's I want to meet the non-macho. You brewer. know, a lot of people will say that to me. <laughs> you, you just grow a beard because you brew, and it's like, well, not really, because I I grow a beard because I can just grow a good beard, and it just grows so fast that to it shave, is so it's good. Clean cut this is, is so good. This is ten weeks. So yeah. no, it's been about ten minutes. I shaved, <laughs> I shaved this morning. But do you I use beard oil? But, do you? What do you condition? Yeah. I you used a, to use an oil, but now I use a, like a beard balm. Ah. Um, so it's got the oils into it and it's a little bit more right. that can help because the oils it's a little harder now with it being so big to get it into <laughs> if you've ever so. tried it um I've, have you ever had the beard oil made out of like hop oil i have it's oh. what I do you think the hop scented one i feel like you have yeah, to do that i have i actually have it at the house i'll nice. use it sometimes it's pretty good it smells nice peter it's knows with that beard that he has yeah <laughs> he just used it i was going like this i was like Oh, he's using it today. It's, it's, smell it, so. it's for my hair. It's for his hair. Elevated, yeah. yeah. He doesn't go down. It, it, doesn't it go goes up. Hair goes up. Yeah. I've yeah. grown it to yeah. Jesus. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> the higher the hair, closer to God. Yes, it uh, is. So, As we but, always say here, what else? But yeah. here, um, here, for me, I think also your music style also fits the beard and the look that you have. Because yeah. you guys were talking like more what? Bluegrass. Bluegrass. Banjo. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, some of the bands that you so, listen to. What do you I brew to? I say, well, yeah. I, I start... It, so I love music. Let's yeah. just start off Let's with that. Let's go. Excellent. Let's do this. Oh, Let's go. Here we go. We're like, excited. Really the listeners went, shit, good. finally. We're getting yeah, music. I appreciate music any good music. music. But I really do love like a good bluegrass stringsy thing. So that's usually what I start off with brewing to in the morning. Because yes. it's in the morning. Bluegrass, just it's more of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just yeah. It gets me going. What time are you I here can, in the morning? What time do you usually get here? Uh, on a brew Six. day. We, no, we, we don't start that early. I'm, oh. It's tough for you're, me to get out of bed. I got Thank you. You are, oh, you're my hero. You'd rather work later early. than get yeah, up, ask yeah. crack it on, you know, it's get like, that. When I get home, I get home. I usually don't get home till about 8 o'clock. So okay, that's okay. So you're good. That's not real, you know. So we usually meet here. We usually get here about 7, 7.30. We meet in the morning. Um and kick our day off and uh get that yeah. banjo music and the mandolins get and the, that cranking you i know, love it and get a good rhythm going and it's just we just have fun with it you know? i need to come uh hang out with you sometime just i know you guys would we love get, oh yeah he knows that. me and my yeah. i love my yeah. bluegrass yeah and i was listening to the, i'm not sure if you've heard of the picking on series so it, it's on spotify but they uh, it's a um various bluegrass like collaborations that cover like modern songs like i was listening to, like nirvana oh, and like the, yeah like the metallica yeah, ones yeah metallica like yeah i've heard all that yeah uh, cool. yeah the thunderstruck and the yeah, that's yeah, the bluegrass covers of like modern songs and it like gets me pumped i'm like let's go let's do this yeah. it's like fast upbeat so I listen to uh, the Pandora and I listen to the Steel Driver Station. Oh, I love the Steel so, Driver Station. And uh, so a lot of that different stuff pops on uh, all the time. And, you know, so I, I really don't think there's a song on there. Like I could probably thumbs up almost every song. Yeah. And it's to the point now where I just know like every one that goes, comes on there. Um, but, you know, so we'll jam out to that most of the day. And then, you know, midday, you know, it's like, okay, we're ready to crank it up or it starts winding down. We start getting a couple you know shitty songs in a row we're like all right we gotta change this <laughs> and, uh, so we uh you know we'll kick it up a notch and we usually listen to something we'll either go with like a rock sometimes we go with the um usually like an older rock you know i like the classic know, rock yeah sometimes the classic rock i jump into um uh 
sometimes they'll jump into the 90s alternative even, Solid. something mm. like that hit some of that old stuff yeah and, I like that you know stuff. Jimmy uh, a lot we listen to the reggae stuff so we'll listen to like the dirty head slightly stupid yeah. stuff a lot of times so we'll jam out <laughs> so all that. how much Post Malone do you listen to? oh Jesus so, Christ <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? you saw how excited I got that I that smile 30 Wait, seconds ago wait that's what you were gonna I do? I was like we are not gonna mention him on this episode <laughs> <laughs> thank god I'll see myself out of it yeah there's a there's a yellow card for you on this one. Oh, I got. Oh. I made it this long though without a yellow you did. card. That was yeah, good. You did that make was it. a record. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no yeah, post Malone. Made, made it an no. hour without thinking. But you know who he is. <laughs> we'll don't, go, don't, we'll go don't there. You know who he is. Do not All listen right. to him. Because oh I was so God. happy that that name was not going to come How up. How like, funny is that? That's five in a row now, Peter. Thank oh, you. Oh, you're like thank Pete. You. Talk about bluegrass. This Wait, is your wheelhouse. Trampled by turtles. We got it. Wearing something different today. Oh no, you. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Give me the. Give me the red. Now you got a red. card. No, you're red carded. Red card. You done fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping so, he wouldn't notice. Oh, well, I'm smelling this one. So I, I did Is not wear the, the black, black IPA. IPA. Yep. Okay. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool kit. Wait, the next. So, now you add two. So, you just added two. Is the coconut brown in here? It is. Okay. So it that's is. where we should go next because my music holds the name of. So if I had to do a Pandora radio, yeah. So. The only reason why I know the name Piebald is because of a band called Bi- Piebald. Okay. Uh, they were they were in the emo <clears throat> section of the um, the record stores back then before it was whatever emo is now. Um, oh, I haven't tried it yet. I didn't try it. Oh, yet. I was so just messing with you. So I, I thought like, you centered it for like some OCD no, reason. No, I was just I trying to screw that. with you quietly. I, I just pour we it just on like <laughs> Bree and I just down. We this could get beer more. I was going to dunk yeah. it. On oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I'm getting it handed from you. So here's the piebald. Yep. And so the piebald, so that name stems from, so a piebald is, a piebald deer is a deer that has white and brown splotches. So they're very rare. Oh. So and that, that came from, because, so the toasted coconut is kind of a spin-off version of the Big Buck Brown, which is our English brown ale. Hmm. So Big Buck Brown is kind of something that, you know, it's a hunter, our hunter slang that me and Andy will text each other if we this. shoot a big deer or something like Big Buck Down. Yeah. Well, that's where Big Buck Brown came from. Ha. So then the piebald, staying with that same thing. That's clever. The piebald came out. That's as awesome. What's was, the biggest uh, buck you've gotten? Um, and wow. where? Well... I've uh, the biggest one's out of Georgia, oh. which was a uh, 120 inch uh, nine point. But I've also Ooh. shot a uh, 116 inch down in Florida, um, which is on the Florida Buck Registry. So the Florida deers they do they not get, get big. big. Oh, well, They're not, not usually. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow, so that's a big Queen deal. And I, I am. Confused. I love hunting. I know. <laughs> I hunted since I was like three years old. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. What do you shoot with? 270. Nice. He's so, at 243. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good gun. That's a good gun. Yep. That's a good gun. That's very cool. And to, I'm, I'm going to quote a Piebald song. I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that's more than a dress. That's a Grace Kelly movie. Oh. That's how good that, that is. That is. That is. I don't, I don't do coconut. But it's, it's <laughs> shaved coconut. It's things like that. Uh, coconut cream pie. No. Yeah. Uh, uh a mounds was that what it was? Mounds yep. that had coconut. Yep. No. All the time, everybody no. says that. That's reminds me of the candy bar. I can't. Mount. I can't do it. Uh, I think it's just the texture. There's something about a coconut that I can't do. Uh, coconut beers I've gotten better at. I'm telling you right now, 
That for a brown, that is fantastic. That is so it's outstanding. Really funny you say that. So I'm not a huge coconut fan myself. Yeah, so yeah. I really stay away from a lot of times doing the coconut beers. So when um, this beer kind of inspired and was going to do, I was like, ah, everybody does a coconut porter, of course. this and that. So mm-hmm. I was like, I really haven't had a you know a coconut brown. Yeah. You know, a good English nut brown ale, and added in the toasted coconut, not just coconut. It's a toasted coconut. Maybe that's what does so it. I felt like the flavors would go along really well together. Um, that that's kind of where that kind of came wow. from. And like I said, I don't like coconut, but yeah. I've been loving the coconut beers lately. Well, I'm going to quote another piebald song. (laughs) Here we go. Hey, you're part of it. (laughs) Like, that's it. Like, you now did it. No, um, honestly, look, I love piebald. They used to, they just uh, got back together to play Fest last year. It's a piebald. And there was uh, Travis on stage, and I was like, Was piebald the double entendre? Is it the. What kind of band is piebald? They are, so they are. It's more of a punk band. They are a punk band. So if you're going to listen to an album by piebald, start with, if it weren't for Venetian Blinds, it would be Curtains for Us All. That album, (laughs) holy shit, it's it's unbelievable. That album, um, it is a lot of this. Kind of, you know, yeah. but and it changes a lot. You'll be going like, and then all of a sudden, the power pump. Yeah, did we get into yeah. the punk rock? Oh, the yeah, time? well, welcome yeah. to what else? Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, are you also honestly, in that jam? That well, it's flipped, <laughs> but the original logo of what else? Yeah, that was Jillian drew that overnight, like three, four, five a.m., just went like that, and she felt. All right, you guys are going to be more of the punk rock beer That's podcast awesome. that I wanted to be that. Jillian came up with the idea. So this was for, uh, this was for March. So when, a little history, oh, no. too. Uh, like on me, I was, uh, when I was younger, I was a skateboarder. I got into skating. Man, so I was Paul, big, we are I, in I a small. I was going to ask that. Kid, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, was going to bring that up. I was really good. So I had sponsorships Shit. and everything. Oh, my so God. What? So Who are you? Going through <laughs> like um, all the, you know, school and stuff like that, like, you, I, I acquired a good group of friends. I was always, I'm a very easy person to get along with, very social, you know, fun, but I was always good at skateboarding. So when skateboarding was really popular back then, I always had, so we used to skateboard in here in downtown Melbourne when yeah. I was a kid all the time. This was like the hot spot. This is a great place for it. But the skateboarding kind of came with the punk rock music and that's when sure punk did. was starting to get big. Let's go, and all let's that talk, kind of stuff. let's talk. So we all jumped into all that. Well, everybody knows of Blink-182. Mm-hmm. I've actually, Blink-182 played down the street from here about a half a mile in an old building. This place was called Carol's Place. And we watched Blink-182 before they were even on like MTV or anything. So it was Cheshire's Cat, yeah. that, like that album. Before, yeah. yeah. Before yeah. that came out a little after this. I watched them play for $3 is what it cost. Remember me those days? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. When they played for Cheshire's Cat, they stayed at my store. I had a record store yeah. in Fort Lauderdale. And they were just like, we need a place to stay. And I was like, yeah, I got you. They played churches down in Miami. It was a 45-minute f- drive to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. But they played, I think, Orlando the next night. So it was one of those, all right, you guys have a, a floor in my record store to sleep in. Yeah. So, yeah, Blink-182 before, what? what was it? Enemy of the State? No. An- en- enema? enema of the State. Or whatever it was. Or even that jacket pull Pull your jacket off, jacket. What was it? I think take your pants off, yeah, jacket. Take, yeah, take your pants off. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, yeah. well, so, so those were the coolest fucking cool. days. That yeah. Suicide Machines. I don't know. Oh, yes, the Suicide Machines. They played where um, uh, Meg O'Malley's, which is the Irish pub down the street from here. That was, I think, I believe it was called like Fat Cats or something of that nature back in the day. 
and uh, they played down in there, which was an amazing show because somebody knocked the lights out, so it was like just this huge dark room of <laughs> punk rock kids going crazy. It was just <laughs> that's a, it was their an dream awesome come show. true. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Suicide Machines, show. when they got on stage, that was it. Like, yeah, yeah the the crowd. I love them. I we love them. We listen to them a lot, Bruin. Yeah. So, Sometimes midday when hey, we need that next. So, like, in, in a, like I said, I the music keeps me going. So it's like when I need that next little jump up in the thing, like, all right, we're halfway through the day. I need that little uptick after lunch because I'm slowing down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You know, so a lot of times that comes on and keeps us up, keeps us going. And I used to around. introduce bands all the time, like Bouncing Souls. I'd be oh, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was great. So did you ever play Tony Hawk then? Because you just oh, posted yeah. a question. Yeah. Yeah. When the power went too. out. Yeah. 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 And then uh, what, what was oh, better? Suicide Su- Machines was Su- on. Suicide Machines hey. was, on, yep. was on Tony Hawk 3. Three. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, That's right. Because we were playing Tony Hawk 2, and uh, Public Enemy came on with Anthrax, Bring the Noise. And like, yes, you got to see me geek out a little. Bree was like, what <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> But, but we, we like geeks. We, we like geeks. Did you, did you get into the Tony Hawk's in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's, the first couple ones. What's better, two or three? That's the oh, big debate. Oh, that was I remember debate. three. I don't know if I played three a lot. So I got to... It's you know, three. I, it's, three. it's always three. <laughs> this is what divides houses. Everybody said two. Yeah, everybody said two. You know, and if I had my choice, I'd go right back to just regular Nintendo and play Skate or Die. Skate or Die. Oh, oh, skate or Die 720. Skate or Die. Yes. Skate or Die. Man. Uh, so... I mem- I missed 720 when you would go to the uh, the arcade 720 you had the it wasn't a jo- the joystick would spin yeah so you were like trying to like push every button but <laughs> they cheated those games cheated it was like that joystick didn't work right but um <laughs> that's so crazy about the skateboarding that's yeah. awesome yeah. that's really awesome I wouldn't have expected honestly and just because like oh you're an outdoors man you're hunting you're yeah. doing all this stuff and oh yeah and I skateboard and, and like like I said I'm well, not that like a chameleon I just yeah get in any crowd I'm just a very easy going I just the do fact what makes me happy and what I like to do you were so good at it and sponsored yeah. and that's just that's insane that's, that's what's, what's amazing blows me. Yeah, right yeah. not that you did yeah. it's just People's that to that level skate these days too you know the older I got the more I can't now my knees gone with my open heart surgery and stuff that I had when why two years ago yeah was it because of Stress or what happened? Wow. So I blame stress. You know, I always I blame to my outdoors kind of whole thing. I uh, I cleaned a hog for some guys that were out hog hunting and didn't know how to clean a hog. And uh, me and Andy were cleaning a hog for him. And in the process of it, I nicked my finger and got a blood to blood contact. I didn't realize. Oh that my the time. god! I didn't think anything of it. You know, I've cut yeah. my finger a million times doing yeah. stuff out, outdoors. Well, I uh, contracted a virus called Brasella which was kind of, you know, it's kind of rare. I ended up being the 113th case in the state of Florida. Oh, my wow. God. And, um, but being misdiagnosed for so long from doctors, it turned into uh, Bracella endocarnitis. It went through my system and eventually got to my heart, about wiped my heart out. So um, I ended up having to go through emergency open-heart surgery, and they replaced my uh, aorta valve. So I have titanium aorta valves now. Um that was oh most terrifying. And all that. So that was about a year after we started. That was the big lapse with me being out. A lot of people noticed me not being in here. Yeah. So I was oh out God. of work for probably about four months, three to four months where I was out of work and was just kind of behind the scenes uh, for the most part. Well, and, so, uh, so obviously you had an assistant brewer helping or uh, was G- it just... Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's, Jimmy was uh, doing uh, it. Okay. Pretty much my sidekick, my partner yeah. in crime. Yeah. Um, Big shout out to him then. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, he did a good wow. job, you know, to keep everything up and going. Uh, you know, he's understudied under me since uh, since day one of uh, starting this place and before okay. that. 
and uh, you know, and he so he was literally the person I really relied on the most while I was gone, and he uh, he did a great job keeping us going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was tough, you know, and you're laying there and you got all this stuff going on and you know, it was a, it was a battle. But and how frustrating is that that you want to be in there and you just yeah. sidelined? Very, very frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating, you know. And no. there was there was parts too where I didn't know if I could drink again and stuff like oh, that. Oh, like, that makes you know, sense. Yeah, that's true. That. I mean, yeah. you know, first it was the battle of am I gonna pull through? Right. And then the second battle was like, you know, if you do, you know, like you know, you might not be able to drink. And there was a while where I couldn't drink, and it was like, you know, I had to really rely on smell and different ways of going about, you know, to where doctors are like, you know, but i'm all good now you know health, well, good how long did we, it take for you to know yeah. that there was something was happening something was wrong it was a little over a year of really it. yeah wow. well, dude. Where, uh, eventually they they finally caught it and what was going on but it was to the point where it almost took my life to where they eventually uh, infectious disease doctor actually found it out and you know it was thank god for andy too because um when i was in the hospital and they were trying to figure it out they they were they were grasping at straws, and they had to put yeah. me in a medically induced coma too. Wow! Because um, oh they knew I wasn't going to pull through if they didn't, because I was so weak at the time that um, they eventually came in there. They had narrowed it down. They knew it was from a wild animal, but they couldn't figure it out. It was something that deer doesn't carry, and this mm-hmm. and that, and they they just they couldn't figure it out. And they're like, "Yeah, they think it's from a hog, but I I don't do a lot of hog hunting. I don't really do any yeah. of that." And Andy says, "No." You know, said to my wife, "Yeah, he, he hog, we we cleaned cleaned the hog for some guys about a year ago, and he cut his finger during it. So she went back and told him, and they he came to the conclusion. He basically figured it out. Yeah, tests that way, and that's where they pretty much figured it out. And then that's where they knew that they could treat me that way. And then specifically, yep. So that's crazy. So that putting the pieces together, yeah." Wow, and now you're back, you're healthy, back, you're stronger than ever. Healthy, yeah, you have yeah. a titanium heart, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, so it's just, you know, it's just another thing. But I tell you, it makes you look at life a lot different. Yeah. You know I mean, and I, I appreciate, you know, I vowed that day, you know, sitting in there in the hospital and this and that, not knowing if I would come back to brewing and thinking about it, even thinking about leaving at some points too, where I was like, you know, maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe this is going to be too rough on me, the stress level, the all that. And I said, you know what, you know, this is just... I couldn't vision myself not brewing all the time. Like, yeah. It's like all I could think about while I'm in there was beer. And every time people came in and started talking to me about beer, I would get – my heart rate would jump up. The nurses would have to come in and say, settle down. Right, you got to go settle <laughs> down because I'd get so worked up about wow. it and what was going on here and, you know, what beer we're, you know, doing next and ideas I had and this and that, that it was just like, you know. So, so wow. did you have like a comeback beer, a recipe that you worked on while you were down? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. So I do. It's funny you say that. And uh, it's uh, the looking down the barrel is uh, we have. <gasps> oh, my gosh. stout that we have. And it's uh, um, that's kind of what that beer was kind of uh, brewed for. I did it. Uh, I just got goosebumps. Did it like did. A year I see them. after yeah. the anniversary and then aged it out for a wow. year. But we brought it out. And uh, so that's kind of because I felt like I was looking down the barrel. I was going to ask oh that because I, I know you have one. That's a Beastie Boy reference yeah. for me. And I was going to ask you, so let's talk about the looking down the barrel. Yeah. Is that where that came from? That's, that's, that's exactly definitely where, where it came, that from. came from. How wow. freaking clever. Yep, that Damn, was man. Like my commemorative kind of, yeah. So I said to those Damn. guys, I said, I want to do something big. You know, a memorable, you know, I said, it's a right, I think we brewed it right around the, right at my, my one year anniversary of it or whatever, you know, my health was back up, you know, I knew I was out of like any of the danger zones and stuff like that at that point. And I was like, I need to do something 
wanted you know because I was when you're sitting in there and you, you know you go through that kind of thing you're like you know I wanted to do something to commemorate yeah what it was but without being like a Debbie Downer because I don't you know I, I don't like anybody to be like oh like boohoo poor you or anything like that you know no you know things happen you know mm-hmm. it is what it is I embraced it the best way I'm here today to talk about it and bring awareness to it's just crazy anybody else out there and it's a just, medical you know, induced it's, coma yeah and yeah that's I mean nuts. that's weird. nuts it was weird yeah, yeah. Like Very weird. that a lot can happen from that and yeah that's where as soon as you said medical induced coma I went looking down the barrel yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly. I felt like you know, I felt yeah. like I was looking down the barrel, barrel of a loaded gun. Shotgun. It's crazy because yeah. also when we talked about, because so. um, I was gonna say you do have a bottle. You, you know, you guys do yep. have a bottle. At towards the end of this, I was gonna say obviously because you hunt. Da 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 da. Yeah. But then when you said the medical induced coma, I was like, fuck, he could have died. Like that's yeah. that's him. It you don't know. Close, and I went, man, that name of that beer is so that's so perfect, so perfectly yeah. named because yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan. It, so yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Cool. But it's something yeah. you could take to cheers to. You know, it's like you created something that there's no you know downer about it. That yeah. is something you know you came through, created something that you can do with a smile and be like, yeah, that. Fucking sucked, but yeah. you know, here's to uh, here's exactly. to life, yep. you know. Yeah. You know, and we do too. You know, a lot of times we'll take a bottle or two up to uh, hunting camp and <laughs> stuff like that, and the guys will cheers around yeah. the fire and stuff Good, like that. man, you know, those are the things. memories so, that you woo. don't forget. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. So. so, so your heart starts racing when uh, when you're you're talking beer, and the nurses yeah. have to kind of make sure you're good. Where'd the passion start from? So where'd this beer passion come from? When did you realize? I like this. Can it become life? Can it become business? So, yeah, so I've always been intrigued about it. So this the, the main thing that intrigues me on beer is I don't feel like it's something you can ever conquer. So I feel like when you That's do awesome. things a lot and you get better and better and better and better at things, you finally get to the point where you're like, I'm so, I'm, you know, I'm used to, I'm always winning this game. You know, let's just use a video game for reference. Mm-hmm. We've used, yeah. You play that video game, you beat it so many times, you're kind of, you just kind of get done. bored with it. Yeah. You can't conquer beer, period. You're never going to learn it all. So it's just, it's a never ending learning thing. And it's for something about the learning part of it and there's the always changing part of it that just kind of piques my interest. It's like, it's, it's very hard to get bored with beer. And I feel like if you get bored with it, I feel like you're possibly going about it wrong. You're doing it wrong or there's just so much, you know, it's always changing the hazies these days, the sours with the fruit, the The night watch having my hand. Yeah. The night's watch uh, being a a black IPA. IPA. Yeah. IPA styles are crazy. These are like, you know, milkshake IPAs, the the milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that it's, there's always, it's always changing. And that's always, that's kind of really what fits my fancy with the, with the brewing. You know, the fact that it's, it's artsy, you know, I can't get food worth a damn. No? No. Really? Okay. I mean, I I guess I'm decent at it. I think I just don't want to. I think I'm lazy because I don't like to have to clean up afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) But then you clean a whole brew house. Yeah, Yeah. I hate doing the dishes. Yeah, exactly. But I'll clean a brew house. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But, um. Biggest dishes. The flavors ever. I can put mm. together in my mind. So it's like when I, you know, creating them and going about that whole of thinking about the flavors of what you want. You know, when you create a beer and you're like, oh, this is this is what I'm wanting to brew, and you know how it's going to taste in your mind. I always have an idea in my mind of how, what it's going to taste like. Oh, okay. And now yeah. It's just a matter of putting the ingredients together 
and bringing it, you know, and bringing that into a glass is the whole main thing. And I think that's what I enjoy is that. I, I love that you say it's just ever changing and you can never conquer it. That's so that is actually the first time I've, I think I've heard that on this podcast. Yeah. And it did become a, oh shit, that, I, when you said it, it hit me. I was like, man, that's a yeah. really, really damn good explanation of, yeah, that makes so much sense. And I can see that about you. Yeah. I really could. Getting to know you in this hour, hour and a half, it, it is. learning. Always, always learning. learning yeah you know so it's i'm stealing that by the way that's beautiful yeah really yeah I, appreciate yeah. It. I, lo- I love that idea of beer and brewing and that's yeah that's that's pretty incredible yeah. because i think by now you could tell why we do this it is that storytelling it is the education the informing people on what what this is really like sure yeah. the beers are there and i want to promote the shit out of you and i love you guys Thank but you. at the same time it is who are you? Like, you. really? You. Yeah. You. These these are human it's beings it's a, making... Yeah, this is a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people don't know. I mean, a lot of people that are close to me and stuff like that and have met me understand about me, you know what I mean? It's usually I don't meet somebody that I usually don't become friends with. Yeah, I can tell that about you. It's <laughs> yeah. Because it's, you know, I'm a very laid-back, easygoing person. But, yeah. yeah, you know, there's just I have this love for the beer, and it's it started, you know, at a young age when I started homebrewing and stuff like that. To where and when really was that? my interest. Do you remember the age? Yeah, I do. So, uh, my brewing career started with, uh, my dad actually got a homebrew kit. My mom bought him, um, years back and it sat in our garage for forever. He did nothing with it. So as I got, you know, started getting older, 18, 18, <laughs> no, sure. I mean, you, if you could buy wow. it, you yeah. can make it. I, you can make so, it. Yeah. I talked, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I talked my mom into it. I said, you know, I kept looking at this thing. I'm like, mom, can we get it? So she, I talked her into it. She says, okay. She's like, but you know, you're not making this beer taking it out and hanging out with your friends. I hope you know that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. All right. You know. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I started my first homebrew batch, and I know it was terrible. Of course. But, Do you remember what it was? <sighs> yes. <laughs> it was actually a brown ale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is a good segue. So, Bree, go ahead and just pick up any of those two. That is two. perfect timing. Pick up one of those two. Because I think uh, Peter just whispered in my ear that this is the, the big buck. Is That's that the big buck? Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So let's go ahead and do this. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. On the medal. Yes. Yes. Florida beer. Like, congratulations. Um, this, is my, no, this is not my first time sipping this. I've obviously had this before. So uh, It's that English, uh, English brown, English nut brown kind of. So yeah. how appropriate that was your first beer and it's terrible and then you now recently you're meddling in it. Yes. 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 But I think wow. my first one was an American brown, so I think it had a lot more I know it had a lot more hops and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. I, I like the That's malts. Always. I like to try and let the malts pop more than I do the hops. That is days. always the first yes. go to that we yeah. hear. It's always gonna be like, oh, I made a shitty brown ale. Yeah. No, if you too. made a, if you say you made a good first homebrew, you're a fucking liar. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was you're a liar. Probably had so much diet seed. <laughs> you know, that creamy mouthfeel we were probably like, yeah. And we you, drank it all, every frothy. last drop. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was <laughs> oh, of course you are. You're 18, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you drink it. So, and then it, it just blossomed from there, you know. And but, what's, now... but what's funny is they didn't know it was bad. They right. Like, yeah. This is the best shit ever. And it's like, we yeah. made it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We're so, 18. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I was definitely one of the coolest kids at that point. Oh, yeah. You were. Who started oh, that yeah. early? I've never yeah. heard of anyone making their stoked. first beer. Yeah, that you were the, That's and I didn't, pretty badass. I wasn't insane with it after. Like, I was really stoked about it, but it was very slow progression. Yeah. You know, from that point on. It was on an obsession really, off the no. bat, but you grew into I'm trying it. to remember who the youngest. I think 16 was our youngest. I'm trying to remember who it was. Yeah. It was either. Oh, my God. I think it was 16. Because it was one of those, 
I just wanted to buy ingredients and yeah. some it was somebody else was making a beer and they were just wow. like, Oh wait, if I can buy all this, yeah, I can make this. Yeah. So why don't I just do that? And it's like, well, we're learning alcoholism early. <laughs> uh, no, they were just like it was just fun as a science experiment. Yeah. I wanted to do it and I was like, no that's shit. What it is. It that's, is true. That's pretty cool. Science experiment. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. As our last Instagram post, uh, I thought it was a funny joke, but um, <laughs> There's nobody looked at Instagram. It was <laughs> um, that science experiment that went wrong. And I said, Oh, yeah. Oh, that, was funny. yeah that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Don't ever let me brew. I sat oh, wait, there for five minutes that. trying to think of a pun, and then I gave up, yeah. and then I, I went on. But it was funny. I knew. I was like, Freeze been looking at it. Going, I've been trying to come up with something. Ha, ha, ha. So, <laughs> yes. You did the quaint ha ha ha. Um, all right. So we're down to two beers. Yep. So there let's, were two. let's get into wow. Saturday's your third year. Yep. Uh, what's the next year of Helen Blazes looking for you? What do you feel? Just uh, let's get past Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really try to take it well, you know, a month at a time. You're always a month out and, you know, brewing, honestly. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm planning now for our fall beers and stuff like that. So I'm usually, you know, a little bit out with uh, that. So that's kind of how I take it is just getting through it, you know, yeah. a, a weekly basis. Um, so summers, you have your crushables, you have the beach beers ready. Yep. Ready Falls, go. I go into fall seasonals during the fall. I like, you know, we do uh, sap tap, which is a maple infused amber ale. Always goes over mm. well. Uh, smoked pumpkin habanero. I love making Oktoberfest. Yes, yes. Oktoberfest. I will definitely I try to be here for that. To, the, all the yeah. time. to this day, one of my yep. number one favorite yeah. beers to drink is Such an Oktoberfest. Good, good beer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we go through a lot of that and then I'll go into a lot of the winter stuff, you know, which is usually when I try and go heavier and dark and stuff like that, you know, cause like I said, I like to brew the big dark beers, but you know, it's, there's a time and place for them, you know, in Florida being hot, no, it's hard to drink a 12%, you know, big bodied <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, is for some people. I, I, I like, so, I I like the indoors. I, I do like the indoors. So as it. it gets colder in here, I go. Let me get that stout. Yeah. Let me get that stout. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. just there's nothing better than a, you know the cold air, a campfire, and you know yes. just a big heavy body <laughs> stout. Yes. It's just there's yeah. or barley wine. I even love barley oh. wines too. It's something of that nature. It's just mm-hmm. I think just perfect. So I, I really associate weather with usually what I'm brewing, just because I know. You know, if I feel like that, then probably most people are going to feel like that. You Oregon, know? Right. I love how Oregon does it. Um, when we were out there the first time, I guess that would have been our honeymoon, was uh, Cannon Beach, Haystack Rock, the Goonies, mm-hmm. or that, <laughs> that, that rock that you see at the end of the film. No, that's not a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the Goonies oh my yet, God. <laughs> that's a red card. Um, I've seen that movie, Queen. You're not coming back to the to the pitch. You're done. We already red carded you. You can't come back. Uh, but it, it is that moment that when Jillian and I sat on the beach, and it's, it was seven thirty, eight o'clock, and everything was just getting a little darker. The crowds are starting to leave. There's something magical about Haystack Rock. It's just there's was nothing like it. Was that when like you meditated? That no, no, that was that two years fo- later. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, that was two years oh, later. That's still one of the most. Stunning it's tattooed on I've me. Seen. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it really God. is. Jillian, it's so Jillian snapped that as I was. I didn't really? know she was taking a photo it of it. Sweet. I was. I probably would have told her not to, but the fact that she did, yeah. and it's one of those photos that I love so much. It really is. Um, we just uh, we got a beer from Eclectic, and we sat mm-hmm. out there. We had a Cascade, um, fresh Cascade. Yeah. And when you can get a fresh Cascade, like you you take that with you. <laughs> that sours are just fuck. And uh, <laughs> but we were just on the beach. It's 64 degrees, and it was one of those just, you could just feel the breeze of the ocean. And that was one of the moments that I, and this is way before the podcast, that I said, 
holy shit, I want to do a podcast about wine. Um, no, it was one of those that I said, this is how we're supposed to be enjoying just the, the feels, the vibes. Yeah. All your senses are working overtime. The way you feel the beer, the way you smell it, the way you're tasting it, yeah. the way that you smell just everything coming yeah. from the beach and then in that beer. And that was one of the most magical moments of my life is just kind of saying we're in a campfire on the beach. Our hotel room is like 60 feet away. This is one of the greatest moments Portland. of my life. I and mean, yeah, on. yeah, on Cannon Beach, Ugh. Oregon. Honestly, if, if anybody's never done it and if, why are we not going to Oregon to record some episodes is beyond me and we will and um yeah. let's go all right pack it up all right <laughs> so we're Tom, done this was fun come with us <laughs> yeah okay it's Tom, you're with us i've been fortunate enough to spend a little time in portland uh, uh, see, you. see the yeah world yeah was out there yeah oh my god portland is awesome mm-hmm. yeah between great beer i mean yeah just the atmosphere it was just super cool traveling Dude. into some of the hot farms and stuff like oh that god, how great oh. is that yeah, right awesome i i awesome. love how great notion just was like one of those breweries that was just like, yeah, we understand these styles, but hold on. What if we really just, if you wanted a blueberry pancake, yeah, we're going to really fucking show you what a blueberry pancake is yeah. like, and you're going to taste it, but it's a beer. It's a beer. Yeah. And <laughs> there is something, again, magical about Oregon and, and Portland that they really understand it. But guess what? I land, you blindfold me, you take me to Orlando or Tampa right now, and again, Hidden Springs. I can tell you yeah. right now, that's their beer. And they are nailing it. Yeah. You can take yep. me to Sideward right now. And if you want me to have what a lager I want it to feel like or their pills, I can tell you right now that their Garrett's going to try to do as traditional as anything. Yeah. Um, I, I feel we are very lucky in Florida right now. We are. We have a great beer scene. We do. Days. We do. Great. And yeah. that's what we're here for. Like, Let's make sure that this is a travel destination. Ontario. I can't believe you guys are listening by the numbers and we love you. And yes, let's let's swap. Tag us in, we'll tag you out. Like yep. yeah. we'll go to Ontario, but please come fly out here, try our beer. I have to answer people now a few times a week saying, All right, I can't tell you where to drink, but thank you for coming out. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, you're gonna love it if you start here. Yeah. Mm. If you start at this place, I guarantee they're gonna tell you go to there. They're gonna tell you go there. They're gonna tell you go there. And you're in good hands. Because that's how Florida is. Yeah. We take care of our own. We really I do. I definitely agree with yeah. that. Yeah. And I, I love that. I know. I got into the industry commercially about uh, 10, 11 years ago now was when I started at Charlie and Jake's. Um, yeah. So what was that? What was that? So uh, so I got picked up on Charlie and Jake's. So I was always trying to get into the industry. Like I said, I homebrewed. We went yeah. At 18, you're making the homebrews. Yeah. And um, so... Uh, my buddy Andy, who's our general manager yeah. here, he uh, he was working up there at the time, so I had to go up and visit him Friday nights. I'd go up and stuff like that a lot, and they were the one of the few in town that really were, had beer going. There was no other breweries around town. There's only maybe 30, 40 breweries in the state of Florida at the time, if that. And um, so I would go up there to always talk with the brewer and stuff like that, and let these guys know, hey, you guys ever need anybody? Well, I ended up getting that call one day, and they uh, they uh, were in a pickle. They needed uh, some help, but they only needed help one day a week. And mm. was I interested? And I was just kind of going to be like a little gopher, guinea pig. But I was like, "That's that's fine." Gotta start just somewhere. Cleaning and yeah. So I jumped into it, and that's literally where I'm at today. You know, I eventually, you know, understudied under the brewer Mark Hayward, who was there uh, at the time, and um, 
worked with him on stuff and brought in ideas that I had had from being a home brewer and he kind of tightened up some of the willy-nilly wild things that I was doing and you know I kind of made him think a little bit outside the yeah, box from what good. he was doing and uh you know we really hit it off together good. you know we we worked together great you know we, we're still great friends to this day oh awesome and um what's he doing now he's he's retired now yeah um you know and he uh like I said, I worked with him for the longest time till he retired and was ready to step down. And when he stepped down, I kind of took over the position and then ran it myself for oh, uh, awesome. quite a few years. Yeah. And then uh, that was when this kind of all came about. I was looking to branch out and get my name out there a little bit more. They're a brew pub, so they kind of, uh, you know, have beers that they had kind of been set on what yeah, they were doing. Of I, you know, I couldn't really. Um, switch things up too much. So I was, I was limited. I'll put it of course, you. when you get the freedom, do um, yeah. When you can get it. that freedom, you go. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, you know. But at the same time, I was looking to uh, get my name out there a little bit more and do, you know, yeah, do do more. Honestly, be able to brew more and take the next step that that I thought that I needed to, you know. Which is, it's always nerve wracking to go outside your comfort zone when you're mm-hmm. in, you know, in something that you're so comfortable with. So. That was when, uh, you know, Andy had already left a couple years before uh, me when I was still here, and you know, we. So what did he wind up doing? He um, he was out, he was actually going to try and get uh, gas stations and stuff like that going. Okay. So, which was the weirdest thing. He was kind of trying to just get out of the restaurant beer huh. business, you know, because he was like, oh, I'm, I'm there all night, you know. He was yeah. getting married. He was thinking about having kids. He was like, you know, it's just so tough. He's like, I just he kind of needed a break or refresher. You know, as he got out and, you know, explored other things over that year, he, we fell right back into it. He called me, let's, let's sit down and talk. And we all sat down and talked. And that's when Helen Blazes came about. And we decided, yep, I think we need to think Melbourne. It's due for a brewery. Florida Brewery had left and gone up to the Cape. So there really wasn't anybody uh, other than Intercoastal, uh, who's uh, downtown O'Galley. And so we were like, yep, I think it's think it's time. And that's how kind of how this whole dream came about. And uh and the community rallied around you guys. You guys had, yeah. a, if I remember the story correct, a line down the block for your yeah, opening day. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was wild. Well, you know, the, you had to keep them buzzing. That's why. Oh, you had, uh, see what I did there? Yeah. yeah. Keep them buzzing. That's the, the honey we're, wheat. We're drinking we're the trying. honey wheat yes. right now. <laughs> so. And you kept them buzzing. Oh, yeah. See, I, get, I love the pun, too. That yeah. It's a honey, honey wheat it's ale. It's a honey wheat ale. Keep them yeah, buzzing. Buzzin'. Yeah, buzzin'. we, uh, we donate uh, proceeds to... Um, the bee research. Program. Yes. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Can we find That's awesome. Sorry, sorry, Casper. Bee research because it's, you know, bees play such an important role yes. in, uh, you know, our everyday lives that it's it's crazy. Yeah, so it's, we yeah. wanted to be able to. It's scary you know, at this give, point now, it too. It really yeah. is. Again, going, going backwards instead of moving forwards, you know, yeah. I, th- I yep. feel, yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot with brewers doing this, too, now in different cities that it is becoming this save the bees. Save yes. the bees, and I think it's amazing. Something that I'm plotting big time yeah. because yeah, we 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 need them. We need we, them. Uh, we went up to uh, UF and uh, to the honeybee research area and stuff like that. We uh, we reached out to him, and um, he was nice enough to invite us up. And of course, it was right around Hogtown and stuff like that. So yeah. we went to Hogtown and nice. all that, and they gave us a full tour of the bee research, like their whole labs. They were building a whole new labs up at UF and stuff for it. And it was, I mean, it brought, like, I always knew how important they were, but after sitting down and going through all this stuff, like, it's crazy 
really how important these things are and how much you know absolutely it's 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 insane it was like we all left there like amazed it was like the coolest thing we ever did we were all like we have to help like we have to we have to help so we really you know that's our one beer that we uh really try to give back as much as we can with that beer which thank you for that i same thing my friend has a a doctorate and and well anyways I learned so much about bees and how important they are um, and every all the incredible things they do. So I, that's one of my big things that I love supporting is apiaries and, and yeah. any sort of bee research or, yeah. and good on you. And, the, and how much of this are you able to like help fuel like awareness like this beer outside of just raising money? Uh, a lot because we do a lot of events and stuff like that here, bringing bee research. A lot of the local bee people have come and done. We've done events here to where... Webs Honey, a lot of the ah, chapters yeah. from like yeah. South Brevard and all this well. stuff all get together and then they host like, you know, uh, kind of events, but you know, it's more information learning for like the general public, you know, a lot of times and they'll bring, you know, some of their bees up and explain a lot of the stuff and show things that are going on and, and more times than none, you know, I, I see people that are at the end of it that are like, man, that was really cool. Like I didn't understand how much was involved in bees they're like man we see bee we usually kill it and it's like no, no, no don't do that you don't realize like you know like i mean like even wasps like i i've always thought like you know honeybees are good but you know wasps, wasps bad. are bad but yeah. you know um upon you know learning more and more about the bees that they all really still play an intricate part hmm. that you know even though you know it's a wasp and it's weird and i was yeah. wrong i always equated like bees to be like the mogwais and wasps be like the gremlins like there was like one was good one was bad you know no, it was all pokemon you didn't know okay. it's okay though well, they're all but yeah pokemon. i always i thought that, that too is that wasps analogy. are just bad i was trying to bring the analogy, analogy full circle yeah but that's it, what it is no, good. Good. Um, um are dogs allergic to bees i don't know I think Shankly. some like could be, but be, right? I mean, yeah. So, I mean, oh, chill, but what did me. his face blow up when Not he at all. that one? No, but people no. are people so, are just mouse in the backyard. Shankly is pooping, and we have a tree where these bees. So I kind of like Shankly go that way. All of a sudden, Shankly just kind of goes sits Sir? down. No, he didn't even yipe. He sat down. and He was like. Looked at his ass, and I was like, I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh God!" I'm like, "I don't want to look. Do I have to like wipe yep. for him? What did he eat? I gotta get the pumpkin ready." And he just kind of like starts to itch it, and I look down, and there's this bee right by him, kind of shaking. And I was like, "Oh, but Shankly, they're our friends." They were both wanna... scarred for life. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. was in a dog's yeah, asshole, I don't think he really and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> you feel bad for the dog, but I mean, no, imagine the bee. Right, right on the back. Now, corgis, you know, they're a little longer, so I felt bad he couldn't scratch it. All right, fuck it. We're moving away from what Corgi and the here? bee. Corgi and the bee. Um, so, that's like a children's book, right? So, yeah, I, Jillian's writing it and I'm drawing it now. That's your new project, um, Jillian. What is, the, what is this last one? Is it the Seven Seas? It's a, right. It feels hazy. Uh, I believe so. It is? Yes. It is the seven seas. I've been successful wow. in this. Well, so what if we had twelve different beers? I feel like I've done well today. Oh wait, okay. train's coming. The train just it went. Is. What was that? The oh, what train is that? Are you near the train tracks? Yeah, the choo choo. Yeah, the choo yep. choo. Right <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. So what are? So it's called the seven seas. Yep. Cascade. Uh, now, am I going through all the hop bear? That's, is that it? It is, that is that what it is. is. Yeah. Oh, good job, Queen. Centennial. Yes. Comet. Citra. Of course. <laughs> uh, Columbus. Oh, wow. 
I oh, use yeah, it's <laughs> crystal. Ah, oh, that's the one I would never thought of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that many people do. Chinook. No, no. A lot of people said Chinook. Oh. I went a different way because I knew yeah. Chinook goes Shit, too piney right? with the Chinook. Yeah, and, which I'm okay with. So which I'm okay I don't with. like that. We'll have to uh, use it for another beer that we make. Something Oregon related. Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Galaxy. It, it's like I kind of cheated, cheated a little bit with the Three last elements. one just because it was a it was a blend. It had a C in the name, but it was kind uh, of a blend. Um, cosmic. Cosmic. Oh, yeah. 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 So and it's a real nice blend. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go with it, you know. But. And I. Oh, you steal that. I wrote seven C's like. I oh. didn't. Yeah, I'm an idiot. So That's I miss. Right. Yeah. A lot of people have, but it's kind of like that because there's actually seven C's, but it's. Yeah. So many double C's, entendres. Right? Oh, that's yeah. clever. Yeah. So clever. Yeah. I love it. So that's that's also another reason to come out here is just put yeah. those put those titles together, because honestly, first time I was here, now Jillian loves the the dad jokes, so <laughs> I was like, man, this is full of them. This is full of them, and I felt that, and uh, yeah, this place. I have to say, man, um, stay true. Honestly, you. everything you are doing, um, I feel in the last few months, these interviews have been going into a level of just me, and maybe it's me meditating more, but I am seeing a passion. I don't know if it's something that Florida's going through. Cause deeper, Chris, deeper, yeah, deeper, deeper and deeper. Sitting with yeah. Chris Hughes over at Dirty Ore, that, that, there was a, such this passionate, I love it. I love it. I didn't yeah. feel like I had to go, all right, so uh, what are we doing here? And why, you know, here we are in Co- like just Cocoa, Cocoa Villages. And yep. how's that going for you? It, it could be easy like that. And to say, same thing with you. How's uh, how's Melbourne going for you? Oh, yeah. God. But no, you've embraced the, obviously you've lived here. Same thing with him, New Jersey coming down and, yeah. and embracing that town. You've embraced it. And uh, I know how this outro is going to go because I just saw a Broadway play over the weekend that I cried for 70% of that, that play because it was one of the most beautiful, beautiful. It explained humanity of what it should be, how it should be. It's a true story. And um, like I need to go to now uh, New Finland just because I knew nothing about Canada yeah. except for it's Canada. And here's this little town, a little island that is a population of 6,000, 7,000 people. And in one day, they got 7,000 people to have to house, they had to house these people. So they basically doubled their population in one day oh, wow. because of a certain something that happened on a day in America that was the biggest tragedy we've had yeah. on this soil. And, 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 the Amer- and it was just one of those moments that I went, fuck, man, this is beautiful. And I feel like that's what you're doing. You're a beautiful human being for bringing this town together oh, and enjoying you. your vision. And proceeds are going to charities. Yep. Uh, you had open heart surgery, and that's something that's scary because... We don't have, uh, we don't have healthcare, right? For breweries, it's no, scary don't. as shit, no, and it good. should be something. And mental health is something that we should be getting more into, and healthcare into the brewing industry. And honestly, um, but you're still here every day, passionately doing it, and I applaud you. Yeah, I love you, you for it, and thank you, because this has been an amazing, an amazing experience. So Todd, thank you. No, I really appreciate you guys coming out so I can share my experience. And Sharing like that. great beer, what great experience, incredible story, experience, place, everything yeah. about everything. you and this place is yeah. awesome. So thank yeah. you guys, I yeah. really appreciate that. Thank you. 
Uh, anything you need to help promoting, we we got you. Like honestly, and then no, this we, episode we won't be out. You know, we have our uh, uh, three year anniversary. Yeah. What are you doing up, for uh, that? What's what's the big events for the day? So we got a, a bunch of special beer releases. Uh, I got some stuff that I've hung on to over the last year. Dingleberry, which was silver medal winner. Uh, it's a boysenberry passion fruit sour. Uh, that was the other one. I, that's the second BC medal you won, year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which so, congratulations again. Yeah, thank yes. you. And uh, so we got that. that. I've got a you know, bunch of other good releases, chocolate peanut butter uh, stout. We've got our German chocolate cake porter. We've got a lot of the good ones over the last year to six months that I've been hanging on to for this day. Um, and then we also have two new releases that will be coming out for that day. Uh, we'll have our pineapple coconut sour. And we'll also have a hazy pale ale coming mm. on brewed with a whole melon. So. What about that uh, down the uh, staring down the barrel? We'll have looking down the barrel. Or that's it, looking down. I'm so sorry. My, my I have chagrin. it in bottle, and we'll have it on draft that day. So you are going to so have that one. We will have it on so that's going to be the, that's the one people are, yeah. I, I want to come forward. Yeah. yeah. So. That's incredible. That. You're going to have any entertainment or anything like that? We will. We have, we'll have the Penny Creek Band, which is uh, a <laughs> bluegrassy style. Yes, they are. No way. Yep. <laughs> I know them. Yep. The local people, they, they jam awesome. out pretty good. So I've seen them before. They're incredible live. Yeah. They put on a great they show. Do. They really have a lot of energy, too. They do. They jam. So I'm stoked about that. So oh, man. It's perfect. Like a win for me, you know, yeah. over here, yeah. hanging out, drinking beer, you know, chat with everybody. We're going to do some brewery tours and stuff oh, like awesome. that. So Good. a lot of people that haven't, you know, been able to go out to the back of the brewery, kind of go back there, explain a little bit mm-hmm. what's going on. I know it's always cool for people to see the it really is. stainless and the, the big tanks and stuff like yeah. that. So I know people enjoy that. And so, uh, Take a little bit more of a personal level with us and stuff like that. And so just kind of show people around. We just want everybody to have a good time. And, you know, we're just stoked to be able to be here celebrating three years with everybody, you know, all our friends and family and, you know, local patrons and stuff like that. So it's it's going to be be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Come check this place out. It's like a museum even. It really is. The brewery itself is worth worth the price of admission. Yep. I wonder how much that is. Uh, one beer. There you go. You have to. It's at the door. You have to. No, honestly, everybody should. This is such a great place. So, Todd, thank you so yeah, much, no buddy. Problem. Thank you. We also too. I don't know if I brought it up through the whole thing. You know, we're doing food stuff now too. Oh yeah. Whoa, that's oh, right. Beer, we did know. not. You had construction going on. Right? It's yeah. dumb. Yeah, yeah, yes. We finished our kitchen. Last time and, you know, we were here, we it was like that rumor. And that's was, a big move. Yes. I mean, well, that's that a big like deal. The, the one thing that everybody kept asking us about was, you know, you guys ever gonna do food? Yep. And it was like, ah, we really didn't want to. We tried to avoid it for the longest. Yeah. But, yep. You know, we've embraced it now. So, you know, we got the kitchen up and going. And, man, it's, I tell you what, I eat here all the time. It's awesome. Good. It's so good. We've awesome. That helps. Chef and, you know, she pairs a lot of the stuff with the beer. A lot of the food's cooked with the good. beer. And stuff That's like how it that. has to so be. Yep. That's how it has of, to be. Uh, works out really well. So, yeah. Yeah. I love food. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? For sure. <laughs> food is good. Food, like food. food is good. 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 We just sang a whole descendant song, to be honest. That, that <laughs> and really now all. I'm starving. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Todd, thank you so much. Thank man. you, Todd. All right. Okay, that was Todd Furbeck. Um, yes. What a good dude. What a good dude. Um, honestly, the name Helen Blazes, like, I, I really 
you you think of some place called Hell and Blazes. This is not me making fun of the name at all, or just you just think, all right, it's going to be either a dive bar. When you when you put the word hell in something, it just for me just I go straight to that, right? But this is so opposite, and the fact that it was it's named after the lake. I mean, it's it's so rad. Oh my god, the place is gorgeous. The place is fun. The beers are great. Uh, and thank you. Thank you for the bottle, Todd. Uh, expect to have that at a bottle share for sure, man. We're going to definitely share that one out to you. And we love you for the story of, uh, you know, when we talked about barrel. So um, whew, I got to tell you. And here I am loving the Beastie Boys. And when I think of uh, looking down the barrel, uh, that for me is just always going like, Psh, yeah, you got to love the Beastie Boys. Still, Paul's Boutique is a great record. Check your head's the best. Um, look at me. I'm just throwing out those. You know, he didn't like <laughs> Stranger Things Season 3. Um, we'll talk. It's not anything to do if I liked it or not. When I could when I could fall asleep or laugh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, honestly, check your head. The boys played their own instruments on that record. Maybe I'll do this on a sharing cans with bands with a, with a band member. We'll talk. Uh, someone's going to call me out on that bullshit. Some, uh, some old bullshit's great, too. Uh, so, yeah, Todd, thank you. Go to Hell and Blazes while you're down in Melbourne. Uh, he's right. There's a lot of cool places around there. So Bree and I actually, Peter had to go do a, uh, a birthday party he was throwing for a, a friend. So Bree and I stayed. We walked downtown a little, and we had lunch down there. And I have to say, it's a really cute area. Again, intra- you got Intracoastal right there. Say hi to Donald and the family. They're all there. Um, yeah, it was. It, thank you again, Todd. It was awesome. All right, so we're pushing back the the, the world of beer. We're gonna push back that uh, July seventeenth. I've actually been getting messages in the last twenty four hours about that, which is interesting because I don't know if you guys put that on your calendar for like two week alert, but. Uh, I got three messages in the last 24 hours, and that's rad as hell. And I'm glad I could get back to you by saying, hey, we have good people that are going to be on there. And to kind of let the cat out of the bag, um, this one is going to be about canning design. I'm not going to say who's coming on yet because I'd like to surprise you when you're on our Instagram. Follow us there. And then if you want to watch any of the videos that we're doing right now because we posted one about Centermost Point that's coming back in the 18th of January, 2020. Hey, that video's on Facebook. And then if you're going to want to watch that shitty, beautiful one, Lisa and Bree sit in the ladies' room, you can watch that on Facebook. Facebook. And then I'll put little things here and there on Instagram. But also our Patreon page, patreon.com slash what ails ya. Check it out because honestly, you might be seeing, hearing different things. Our friend Allie up in uh, Infinite Ocala, we had a little interview with her back in the Female Brew Fest. And she has a little bottle uh, bottle release coming up that at Infinite coming up. So we're going to promote the hell out of that. And I'm going to put that interview on there. It's going to be on our Patreon so you guys can hear it and watch. She's going to push the shit out of it because she's excited. She has every right to be. She's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, let me think. You guys should be following. Oh, shit. Here we go. Um, Frank Turner. For those who know who Frank Turner is, um, pull over right now. I'm not pulling a Gary V where you're like, all right, so if you need to know the secret of success right now for da 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 da, uh, no, honestly, thank you, Gary V, for all that, and I love you for it. Uh, pull over right now uh, or go to your Apple Music, go to your Spotify, and type in Frank Turner. Uh, obviously, we brought him up in the You, Me, and Brie episode, the introduction of all of us. And uh, the, the song I still believe was the song that I brought up. Well, Frank heard that. And, uh, you know, and we, we've spoken about Frank Turner now. We've spoken about Scott Hutchinson, one of his best friends, and Grant Hutchinson of Frightened Rabbit, uh, very close friends and family. And um, he was touched, man. And uh, I want to say, well, Frank, you dove into our pool. 
and welcome to the podcasting world. Friends, family, if you have not found out yet, Frank Turner, our English Polk, uh, what? Can we call it Polk? Because it's funk and punk. Wait, no, it's folk and punk. Uh, so Frank Turner, uh, very, very political, uh, but at the same time, very loving, has a great heart. And Frank Turner started a podcast called Tales from No Man's Land. And the reason why he's doing this is very much like a little podcast called What Ails Ya. He understands that the, the, the music industry could be very male dominant and driven. And so what Frank did is he decided that he's going to tell different stories of women who have made a huge impact in different genres, different eras uh, in music history. And the first one you could listen to right now, Sister Rosetta, is a song that he wrote for Sister Rosetta Tharp. And not to give anything away, but Emily, Emily Barker, you were so amazing on that episode with him. And so was Frank. Frank, we love you dearly. Uh, thank you for the shout out on Twitter. My eyes watered as it is right now. Frank Turner listened to one of our episodes and was very proud to hear that we were on the same boat, buddy. Men in the music industry to men in the beer industry, women are killing it in both of them, and we are here to support that. So honestly, when the album comes out, you can pre-order it now. But shit, subscribe to the podcast. We're Same with us. Wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where Frank is going to be. So Frank Turner, we love you. Um, hope you come back to Orlando very soon because we have ideas. Some friends of ours have ideas. And um, I, I, have a, I have a wife that loves you dearly and that would love to uh, maybe draw some things and, uh, and graphic design some things. She's killing me right now when she hears this going, baby, shut up. Um, but, you know, I would love to collaborate with the man because, honestly, we have no heart as big. We love him. We love Frightened Rabbit. And when he brought us and Frightened Rabbit up in the same tweet, tears, man. And uh, cheers, man. So Frank Turner, go listen to that podcast. Get back on the road now because you're turning me off. And now you're listening to no tales from no man's land. And I'm telling you right now, the opening episode, damn, it was great. Journalistic. He actually goes to the rock and roll hall of fame in the U S like he actually goes. So he thought about this while he was on a U.S. tour. Damn straight. Awesome. So Frank Turner, thank you so much. Um, also guys, give a little shout out to a little friend of ours. Uh, we want Orville Peck to be on this podcast. We want to share some cans with him. If he wants to share a bottle, it sounds about right. He want, you know, we don't have to share cans. He, clink, clank, clink all those bottles all day long. Our favorite cowboy of 2019, 2020, 2021, from now until the end of days, my favorite cowboy, Orville Peck. We need to get him on the podcast. We need to share some cans and bands. Um, what we need to do is to make sure you're going to see him in September. He'll be in Tampa and he's going to be in Orlando. I will get exact dates, but I have my tickets. I'm excited. Orville Peck's Pony, if you've not listened to that album, Sad Myth will three thumbs up. I don't know where he's getting the extra thumb, but that guy is telling you right now, please listen to him. Um, we're reaching out to Sub Pop. We've reached out to Orville and we can't wait to hear back and hopefully we get that rat bastard on this show because he's amazing. So we cannot push that album enough. Uh, Helen Blazes, Peter's good. Bree's good. I'm doing great. Shankly Paisley. All right, looked over. They're looking good. Back at home right now recording, guys. Uh, besides that, what else do I need to say? Oh, yeah. See you at Rev. That's our next episode. All right, guys. Bye.